Friday! It's Friday! I didn't think I had it in me. We have got stack loads to get through today. Partly because I've got to be out early to go and see Dressed to Kill. Kiss Tribute Band. Oh, man, I love it. They're so good! If you want to come and see them, they're, they're playing in a pub in Walthamstow, the standard. It'll only be a few quid to get in. It'll be well worth it. They wear their makeup, they have fireworks and everything. Ah, it's going to be good. Ah, drinking a Ponzi. We'll wait for the music to end. It'll only, only respectful. Okay. A lot of things we need to talk about. We are looking for 12 Gary Kings today. Um, so if you're called Gary King, or if you know a Gary King, could you get, get on the phone, get them on the phone, get them listening? 0870 is the phone number. Uh, and if you're a Gary King, uh, we, we want to, by six o'clock, have 12 Gary Kings on at the same time. I don't think it's possible. Chris and I have got a bet on. He thinks we can do it. I don't think we can get 12. I think we'll get four or five. In fact, I'm going to... Well, let's, let's have a sweepstake. Helen, behind the glass, how many Gary Kings do you think we'll be able to get? With a, you, you think seven. OK, let's put that down. Asian Chris, how many do you think? A maximum of 12. Is he, twelve. Twelve. He's gone for twelve. You've gone for the twelve. This is where I think uh, you're insane. Okay, uh, and I, I reckon we're gonna. I reckon we're gonna struggle. I reckon we're gonna get four, four Gary Kings. Let's see. Let's see what the hell happens with that. Um, but the main thing we want to talk about. So if you if you're a Gary King or you know a Gary King, then please, for goodness' sakes, give us a call. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Um, Mm. Oh, the, the emails are flooding in already. Oh, elastic band gun. Let's have a look at this. Sorry, there's an elastic band in the studio because James O'Brien doesn't tidy up the studio. That's fine. That's a separate issue. Uh, and there's an elastic band. I have never been able to do... Oh, almost. Hang on. Well, yeah, the thing is, is it supposed to hurt your thumb, though? Because it hurt my thumb there. It's supposed to do that. I did it a little bit. Better than I've done it. Uh, heard you play- well, let's do this before we kick off the show probably. It's the weekend, we can be a little bit shoddy. This is from Richard. You heard your plea for an effective method of rubber band firing. We'll try this. Hold one end of the elastic band with your little finger holding against the inside of your palm. What? Wrap the elastic band around the back of your hand, stretch it round and loop it onto the end- That's the most confusing. Hold one end of the elastic band with your little finger holding against the inside of the palm. Wrap the elastic band around the back of your hand, Stretch it round and loop it onto the end of your index finger. That's Peter Pointer, isn't it? Is index finger Peter Pointer? No, that's not, I don't understand that, but thank you. Do you always find yourself saying sorry to people when it's not your fault? This has been happening to me a lot recently, and I, do you know what? Th- this lady isn't for turning. That's, that's, that, that, I don't mean that. What I mean is, I'm annoyed at it. The other day I was in Oxford Street. Uh, and, uh, people kept bumping into me, or, um, you know, someone... Lots of things happened that involved people doing things to me. And I kept saying sorry to them. I noticed Agent Chris did it in the canteen, where he was sitting. Uh, he was sitting perfectly well, and someone wanted to get behind him. They didn't need to. There was an easier way around, but they wanted to get behind Agent Chris. So they're kind of, like, rudely squeezing past. And Agent Chris turned around and went, oh, I'm sorry. And I said, that's sort of said, well... You didn't need to do that, and I do that as well. Are you like us? I- I'm going to say I think we're, we're wimps. I think that we're wimps. Do you keep saying sorry when there's no need to say sorry, when it's not your fault? Does it annoy you, or are you quite happy to take that? 0870 Are you one of the rude people that doesn't say sorry when it's your fault? The number of times someone has trod on my foot. Or someone has has let the door slam in my face, or bumped into me, and they don't say anything, and it's me that says sorry. Or not cleared up the studio, and I'm apologising for it. 
I've got really bad stomachache. Excuse me. And I, I suspect that us people who say sorry all the time don't get as far in life, don't achieve as much as those nasty bullies that don't say sorry. Which are you? People can be in one of two categories. Those that say sorry, those that don't give a stuff. Give me a call and be honest and let me know which you are. 0870-9090973. And what is the most ridiculous thing you've apologised for that wasn't your fault? Someone hit my car once. Someone crashed into my car once. I got out. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. It wasn't my fault. 0870-9090973. Got to say... Um... I think we'll do, we'll do that on Monday. I mean, we'll do something else, but I think we'll, we'll save that for Monday. There's, there's, uh, we'll, we'll leave that. Paul's in the Labrick Grove. Hello, Paul. Come on. Hello, Ian. How are you? Whoa. Hey, Paul. Calm down, mate. Oh, I'm ever so excited. I've got me, I've, I've got my cabinets all done. I'm, I'm putting my, my rubbish in there. Oh, yeah. Put your, oh, come on. Put your I rubbish in your cabinets. I'm going, I've got to do a big shop this weekend. I've got to buy loads of stuff. I've got to buy a duvet. I've got to buy plates. Uh, I've got to buy... What else have I got to buy? I've got to buy a sofa. I've got to buy a coffee table. I've got to buy a dining table. I'm that excited. Like flipping good fun. But what have you been eating off of and sleeping under without them? Well, uh, I just decided it was very cold last night and my, my thin, tiny duvet isn't good enough. And I've been eating sort of on my lap. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, it's no, not, not good no. for the digestion. Oh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to sort that out. Makes you feel like a student as well. Yeah, dirty, dirty. I'm 32 yeah. years old. Yes, no, no, no. What can I do for you, Paul? Oh, I've got to say, well, very quickly, I've got to say, we, yeah. uh, James O'Brien, we don't get any stuff on this show. We get no stuff on this show, apart from someone sent me some pants once. Uh, and, James, <laughs> and I was moaning about this in the in the office, and James O'Brien went, Oh, yeah, Mr. O'Brien, Chris of the Week, why don't you have this? And he gave me the thing that he's been sent. It's, it's coffee, but it's called Rocket Fuel, powered by Grana. And it, where's it, where's it here? It says, a, uh, a caffeine-rich, dark-roasted blend of the finest coffee enhanced with natural grana, a powerful herb stimulant used for centuries by the Amazonian Indians, specially created to power you through the day. Now, I'm only ju- just coming back into the world of caffeine after six weeks away. So I've, I've managed to persuade Agent Chris is going to have a cup of this every hour to see what happens. So we'll see. Heather Jingles warned us off it. So, oh, no, don't drink that, she said. <laughs> so we will, Agent Chris will be having, we'll, we'll get to a little update every now and then as how he's, how he's feeling. So, Paul, sorry, yes, you, you yes. It's very rubbish coffee and they put all that all over it to make out it's say, good coffee. I'm sure that Rocket Fuel is an excellent coffee. Well, It might be rubbish. See. We don't know. We'll find out. It might be rubbish. Anyway, so go on, quickly, yes. I've got two things for you quickly here. Yes, sir. The first, thank you, a big thank you to LBC. You know that rubbish car I was trying to get? Oh, away? the one you tried to palm off on us as a surprise and then we, we managed to dump you. Yeah. Yeah, so that you, you couldn't do it, yes? I got 90 quid for it because it had been on the radio. No, you're joking. No, someone rang up and he goes, oh, I missed this day, they were going to give it away on the radio. And I said, well, this is the car. Wow. He went, no, you're not. And I said, no, seriously, this is the car. This is, I'm Paul from the Labrador. And he says, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, oh, flipping out, I'll come down and buy it then if it's been well, on the radio. Well, hang on a minute. How much, we, we should surely get 10% of that. What, nine quid? Is it worth it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> well, it's worth it. You'll have to contact my people. Well, my, my people... Uh, well, uh, well, yes, okay, in that case, we will, we'll, we'll let you off this time, but if anybody else sells any other things through the, the radio, then I want, I want a piece of the action. And by the way, we're still looking, uh, we did turn down the, the offer of your carpool, but we are looking for a carpool, uh, for people to send in prizes for things, things that they, like... I've got a good video, actually, that I could do a copy of. 
Well, don't, don't, we're not into, we can't condone video piracy. No, no, it's not video piracy. I own the copyright. I made the video. It's got um, all these stuntmen on scooters doing wicked stunts set to music. Right. It's got an exclusive interview of me and JK. And it's got it's this party we did yeah. with a woman in a suit of armour with an angle grinder grinding herself to smack me bitch up. Wow. In that case... Send it in. We'll give it away as a gift. Sure, do it. Oh, I'll, I'll do you a copy. It'll be on DVD. Excellent stuff. And it's about forty-five minutes long. Brilliant. It's a bit overly long, but we've it, got a we've fun. got a prize to give away. We'll give that away next week. Nice one, Paul. Okay, Anything I'll else? I'll get you one down there. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, quickly. Yes. yes. Um, we've, got, we've got twenty seconds for oh, Joanne Webb. Doctor oh. Marcus, he's rubbish. What? My acid test. For a doctor, and Dr. Calm rocks... Yes, Calm is, is we this. Yes. If I had a sick winky, who would I go and see? Because of the doctor. Ian... My name is Calm. If you had a sick winky, you'd go... To Dr. Calm. Not Dr. Marcus. I wouldn't Hell. trust him with my no, winky. I wouldn't trust Dr... Well, I, I'm not sure I'd trust either of them, but, uh, yes, we had uh, some doctors phoning in in the week, and it got very nasty. Uh, let's get the latest now on the roads and the trains from the LBC Travel Centre and Giant Web. On the M25, got problems at... Now, Ian, Dr. Khan sound well fit. Could you sort me out? Love, Simon. I don't... Well, doctor, does, doctor, does Dr. Khan sound fit? My name is Khan. He sound quite fit. He does sound quite fit. Uh, Richard is in the barking. Hello, Richard. All right there, Ian. How are you doing? Yeah, fine. We're still looking for Gary Kings. We need as many Gary Kings to call in as possible. I don't know any. You do know? You don't know anybody called Gary King. I don't King. know anyone. Called we Gary thought King. that Gary King would be quite a common name. Um, possibly. Oh. I wouldn't know. Okay. Well, we'll see. If, if, if anyone out there does know a Gary King or is a Gary King, then give us a call. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Anyway, Richard, what can I do for you? Well, I was following up. Have you managed to get that um, thing? Is the ringtone yet? Well, I go on. Yes. I, well, what I've got. Um, Hang on a minute. Let me call, let me call myself. You can listen to my ringtone. Hang on. Let me just. Well, I, I think I just touch this and I dial. Oh, uh, <coughs> eight. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Okay. So I'm going to dial it. This is my ringtone because I've worked out how to do it a little bit. Here we go. <coughs> so I've got the hoodie. Have you recorded it? No, I did. I, I managed to get the MP3 on my phone. Okay. But the thing is, when it goes... I don't know how to dump that, Chris. I'll just dump that. There you go. I don't know how to dump. The dump the, can you get rid of the orange one? Technology. But the thing is, when I get a text, it comes yep. through a little bit too, um... Oh, I've, what have I done? I've knackered something. There we go, it's fine. <laughs> it comes through too quietly. I can't make it loud enough to be heard. If you go into your text settings, you should be able to increase the volume. Well, yeah, I've tried to do that, and it won't let me, um... All right. No. I don't know, I don't know what handset You, you don't know, do you? This is the thing. You don't know. No, I was just thinking, um, mm. if you, um, if you were still having trouble with it, you use your, um, IDE lead that you get with it. Yeah. And your software automatically translates it into a software that your phone can understand. Yeah, I've, I've managed to do that, and I've got this on here. Sausage. I've got a mouth for a sausage. Yeah, I know. But when the text comes through, it's really, it's too quiet to hear. Oh. Free oh. Free but my ringtone, my other ringtone is this. This is good. Hang on. Come on! <laughs> it's the Beatles oh, yeah, and the Monkeys. I, I also owe you an apology, because I, before I called you rude and obnoxious. Yes. And I'd like to say sorry for that, because I wow. think you're a very br- bright man. Uh, hey, Richard... Very intelligent. Well, that's very kind of you, but are you... Now, listen, are you one of these people that always says sorry? No. You're not, so that's a big thing for you to do? 
It bloody is. Richard, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. We are asking, if anyone else wants to apologise to me today, why the hell not? Why the hell not? You can do that. But do you, are you one of these people that says sorry all the time? That constantly says sorry? Even if it's not your fault. I've been doing it a lot recently, and it, uh, I'd like to, I, I'd like to get some tips on how to overcome this. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. And I can't stress how important it is to get as many Gary Kings on the line as we can. We want 12 by the end of the show. Have we got one now? We've got yeah, our first... Yeah. Who, who is this, please? This is Gary King. All righty. Oh, Why uh, do you want 12 Gary Kings? We want... Well, because... Are, are you aware of the big quiz with our own Gary King? Well, not really. I'm, I was no. at work. My sister called me. She was in a car. Oh, well, listen, we, we have a presenter here called Gary King who used to work sure. at Radio 1. You did Yeah, I've, I've heard of him, yeah. Did you ever used to work at Radio 1? No, not me. I'm not the same guy. Okay, well, okay. Uh, we're, we're just trying to see if we can get 12 Gary Kings online. Don't ask me why, because we don't really know why. Okay. <laughs> but but, but for Gary King, number one, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you want to know? I'm 46. Um, I work for London Underground. I'm a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a biker. Mm-hmm. I live in North London. That's it. What more do you need? I'm guessing that with the name Gary King, you have a lot of hilarious adventures. People thinking you're the Gary King. Uh, not really hilarious. I mean, it's not like I'm no. Tom Cruise, you know. No. My name was Tom Cruise or, no. or whatever. I think it'd be a lot more fun. Has, has anyone ever said, uh, oh, uh, Gary King, are you the Gary King? Can I have your autograph, please? Well, they haven't asked for the autograph, but they want Gary King. Isn't there a DJ called Gary King? Ah. Uh, could you do me a favour, Gary King number one? Can sure. you say, my name's Gary King? My name's Gary King. Gary, thank you very much. We may speak to you later on, and we're going to try and get to, try and do a radio first here on the show. Get to 12 Gary Kings on the radio. That's the plan. So far, we've got one. That's one. Oh, hang on a second. We're going to Bexley Heath now. Hello, Gary King. Hello, this is Gary King. Oh, this is good. <laughs> G- Gary King, can you say, in, 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 a, in a DJ voice, my name's Gary King. My name's Gary King. This is fantastic. Is that right? That's Oh, mate, it's fantastic. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Gary King. Well, I'm, um, I'm an Elvis tribute artist. <laughs> oh, sir! Come on, then, give us, give us a snatch of the king. Oh, I knew you'd say this. Of, co- of course, of course! OK, just a one little bit for you. Um, what should we do? Thank you very much. Are you lonesome tonight? Oh, dear. Do you miss me tonight? Okay. Are you sorry we drifted apart? <laughs> Let your memories fade. You were bright so much deep. Uh, no good. I thought I was better, actually. Yes, yeah, so did I. No, nice one. Where do you perform, Gary King? Um, all around South East London, Essex. And which Elvis? Are you 50s Elvis, 60s Elvis, or oh, the, the all, 70s? All of them. Oh, man. I do 50s through to 70s. He was better in the 70s, though, wasn't he? Oh, um, I don't know. I think he was great all the way through. Uh, well, six, you know, 64, 65, he was rubbish. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Roust, <laughs> roust <laughs> about. What the hell is... Ra- what's the song, Do the Clam? Do the Clam. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Gary, being called Gary King, yes. that must get you into some crazy adventures. Uh, do a lot of people think you're the Gary King? I've had it a couple of times, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, d- the first time I had the guy said to me, oh, yeah, I loved your radio show. I heard you on the radio, and I was like, well, I don't know what this guy means. And what? it was only afterwards I thought about it and realised. Are you, now, are you a fan of our Gary King, or do you want to kill him? I would imagine, I would, no, I would, I would imagine that if there was someone who was r- being really successful, but had my name, I'd be a little bit jealous of them. Um, who's to say he's more successful than I am? Um, 
<laughs> we'll leave it there. Gary King, thank you very much for that. Gary King number two. We're up to two Gary Kings. I reckon we'd only get four. We're halfway there already. Helen said seven. Chris is going for the full twelve. The dream would be to have twelve Gary Kings on at the same time. So if you know a Gary King, if you are a Gary King, 08709090973. We're also talking about saying sorry all the time. Erica is in the St Albans. Yes, yes, yes. Simon. Hello, hello. S- hello, what? God. <laughs> I'm so happy to get through. Who's Simon? <laughs> I thought you, your name is Simon. What, it is? And what's my last name? <laughs> I forgot now, Come on, sorry. Come, come on, try and remember, Erica. Anyway, Simon, but- Simon... Simon. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm it's Simon Bates. Sure. It's I'm, I'm Simon so Bates. Sorry. Simon Bates. Anyway, Simon Bates. Yes. Yes. Anyway, Erica, could you do me a favour? Lovely to talk to you. It's lovely to talk to you. And, more, more than you'd you'd ever know. And uh, uh, no, the thing I want to say. Yes. Um, sometimes uh, you say sorry. It depends what situation you're in. Yes. And it, I mean, it, it's always better to say sorry to someone else. And people like. Than swearing or whatever it is. It's, it's always better so. to say so. Well, is it always better to say sorry than have them swearing? Because if it's not your fault, why sh- why should I apologise when a fat man bumps into me? Oh, that's a different case altogether. Well, it's the case we're talking about. Well, yes, I agree with you. Mm. But uh, but the thing is that if anyone bumps into you and if he is stout and very big and everything, yeah. Uh, you better say sorry, because he might punch you, he might do something harm to you. He might do something harm to me, but uh, the, is that, we can't live in fear, can we, Erica? <laughs> well, nowadays, that's the world we live in, isn't the it? world of fear, yeah, Al-Qaeda, I blame. Erica, I'm going to go and see a Kiss tribute band tonight, do you fancy coming with me? Sorry? I'm going to see a Kiss tribute band. Are you? Gene Simmons and uh, et al. Would you like to come with me? Uh, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> It would be not. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can say yes. Make, make an old DJ very happy. <laughs> Erica, if you're not going to say yes to that, can I ask you? Can I ask? Can I ask you yes. one favour, Erica? Yes, go on. Could you say I really something along the lines of I really enjoy listening to Simon Bates on LBC. I really enjoyed to listen to Simon Bates on ABC. Erica, thank you very much for that. Lovely. It's going to be a good weekend. All the omens are pointing to it being a cracking weekend. We've had two Gary Kings. We want more. Oh, we'll do the Lynn in Forest Gate trap after four. Because she was... Uh, uh, she, I'll explain it, but she was going on... She's a regular caller to Clive's show, and we... We want to tempt her onto this show. And I think she wants to come on this show, because she was on Clive's show last night talking about me a lot. I th- talking about me in a kind of romantic way. I was a little bit surprised. We'll talk about that later on. 0870 9090973. We'll do some emails after this. I'm Gary King. A call. Graham. My name is Todd. Good day. Yes, that's not intelligent. God, I've gone completely mad. Twelve Gary Kings, if we can. Uh, are you one of those people that always says sorry when it's not your fault? People bump into you, people do things to you, and you say sorry. I do that. Are you one of the people that doesn't say sorry? 
0870 And we're asking as well... So much to do today. We're asking as well for you to send in prizes. We don't get given any prizes on this show. And if we do, we kind of... We, it's great when companies do, but we have to big them up a little bit, which is fine. But it'd be, it'd be fantastic if you've got some things that you don't want that you think would make good prizes, or you think would make slightly rubbish prizes. We don't know. Catherine has emailed in. Uh, Ian, I'd like to donate some prizes to give away on your show. Potential items I'd like to... I'd be happy to send are a hand-knitted scarf made by me, Various trinkets from New York. Oh, she lives in New York, that's why. Uh, copy of my favourite soup recipes. I have a funny little Red Bull squeezy toy from the MSN Mad Money show that sits on my desk. I have no use for it. He's got a spot on his nose, but he's still cute. Let me know if you think your other listeners would be interested. I'd be happy to send anything anywhere, even though I'm in Manhattan. We would love that, Catherine. The address, should you wish to send stuff, is the Ian Lee Show. Second floor, the Chrysalis Building, 13 Bramley Road, as in the Apples, London, W10, 6SP, the United Kingdom. Uh, Ian, I got four friends named Gary King. Shall I call one now, or all four of them? Let me know soon when you get the message, and say on air, because I'm listening to you till 4pm. Better be quick. Manor, get them all on the, the phone, please. Be good. Uh, Stephen in the chest says, Ian, sir, how do you know that these are real Gary Kings? Remember the Blackburns. I'm trusting them, that's right. Deanne's in the Chorley Wood. Hello, Deanne. Hello, Ian. Hello. Nice to speak to you. It's nice to speak to you. What can I, I do for you? I never thought I'd be doing this, uh -oh. but I'm actually ringing up to apologise to you. Oh, hey, wow, come on. Well, when you first came on the radio, yes. I used to go absolutely berserk. I just could not make head nor tail of you. Uh -oh. Much to the amusement of my son, who's 18, and my husband, who I wouldn't have thought was a fan, but amazingly is. Your, hus your husband likes this show, does he? Yes, he does. And you hate it. What would you... Be honest with me, and I won't be upset because you're doing a brave thing to call up. What would you say when I came on the radio? What would I say? Yeah. I, I would just go berserk and say, I cannot listen to this man. He's, he's just mad. He's so off the wall. He's crazy. Mm. And also, I'm getting tired at that stage of the day because I'm a home dressmaker and I've been working very hard by three o'clock. Of course, and it's, it is tiring. It's an and you're exhausting some days, you know, but yes. somehow you've changed. I, I can't quite put my finger on mm -mm. what it is. I, I wonder if it's something to do with the volume of um, calls from we oldies because you, you realise that you have got a potential audience with some of we oldies. Yeah. And maybe you've dumbed down a little bit to accommodate us so that we can cope with you a bit better? I have you, I have dumbed down slightly so that the old people get it. Well, it's working, Ian. Well, bless you, Deanne. I so, are, are you... When you say oldie, what are you, what, 55, 60? I will be 60 next January. Really? Which I find amazing, but you, there you go. You sound comparatively young. Oh, well, thank you for those few kind words. Are you... Deanne... It's just, um... It's just the length of time you've been here, isn't it, after all? Are you, are you saying that you've been elsewhere, there's nothing better, uh, and you've kind of got used to me? No, I'm not saying that at all. OK. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you've won me over. Oh, that's good. I, would would you, you please say hello to my husband and son, who are on their way to Cheltenham to buy a gypsy guitar? They're buying a, a, a gypsy guitar? Yes. What are their names? Bob and Albert. Bob and Albert. Which one's Bob and which one's Albert? Husband's Bob. Son is Albert, who'll be 18 on the 11th. Come on, 18-year-old Albert, that's yep. fantastic. Yep. Who's a fantastic keyboard player already and wow. a guitarist. Hang on. You, you, you trying to get him a gig? Oh, he gets gigs already. He's in the Blues Brothers revival band. Wowzers. So, uh, Deanne, listen, good luck to them. Thank you for that. Albert, an 18-year-old Albert, that's pretty darn cool, isn't it? That's pretty cool. Thank you, Deanne. We are asking, if you want to phone in and apologise to me for some reason, you're more than welcome to. Uh, 08709090973. Very quickly, before we take any more calls. Uh, we're doing this thing. 
which we do, we do three times a week, generally, two or three times a week, uh, where you nominate a friend, a relative, or even yourself. We've opened it up now. If you want to nominate yourself to receive a random phone call from me that we do before the show, we kind of do it at about half past two, generally, then send me an email. Uh, with, or, or a letter, you've got the address, with your, uh, the person's name and number on it. Uh, you can email it to e-n-i-a-i-n at lbc.co.uk. The thing is, the person I phone up, we have a little chat for a minute or so, uh, and then they are allowed to ask me one question. Any question in the world. It can be anything. It can be personal, emotional, sexual, to do with work, to do with what I'm paid, to do with uh, anything I've ever done in my life. And I will not be offended. Will not be offended. And I will give you a 100% honest answer. We might bleep it out when it goes on the radio, but the person who receives the phone call will hear the answer. Uh, anyway, uh, Amjad has emailed in, Ian, call my wife Zara. This will be great because Zara will initially get totally perplexed by call and try to disseminate the how-why question. What? Then she will probably throw a wobbly and have an argument with you. I need this to happen because she often does my nutting for too many reasons to mention. Amjad. Now, so we're, we're gonna call, we called Zara up. I was expecting a difficult woman. Au contraire, she was lovely. Hello? Hey, Zara, how's it going? All right, who is it? Yeah, you're all right. What are you up to today? Is that Suki? It's, it's Suki? No, it's not Suki. No, no. Oh, is it John? No, it's not John. Oh, come on, who's this? Keep, keep guessing, keep guessing, go on. Oh, my God. Um... Come on, Zara, you can do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Harry. No, it's not Harry. Oh, I don't know. I recognise the voice. No, come on. Well, then, who is it, then? <laughs> who is this? Amjad told me to give you a call. Amjad. Um... Hmm, who is it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? <laughs> who is it? Who's it gonna... Who would be phoning you? No! Who could it be? Um... Someone from the skiing trip, is it? Someone from the what, sorry? Are you going on the skiing trip with us? I'm not going on the skiing trip, but if you're inviting me, then yes, I would love to come. I don't know. Steve? Do, do you ever listen to LBC 97.3, the radio yes, station? I do. Are you aware of that idiot who's on in the afternoon called Ian Lee? Yes, I am. Hello, this is me. You're joking. No, I'm just giving me your phone number and told me to give you a call. Oh, my God. He said that you'll probably throw a wobbly and have an argument, but you sound like a lovely lady. Oh, that's because he... Oh, that's because he doesn't know women. I only have an argument and a wobbly with him. Uh, I see. Is, is it fair to say that your husband is a bit of an idiot? Yes, it is. There we Definitely. go. I thought that would be the case. Hey, listen, how come it's so noisy? Where are you? I'm in Cafe Nero in Ballam. Oh, very nice. And what are you having there? A latte? Um, yeah, just a, just a Americano. Very, very nice. So I, I will let you get on with your coffee. Before you go, though, Zara, you are allowed to ask me one question. Any question you want about anything to do with me, or anything to do with anything. And I will give you a 100% honest answer. Do you think I've got a sexy voice? Do I think you've got a sexy voice? Okay, um... Just, just say something seductive for me. Um, what are you doing tonight, Ian? <laughs> say that. Say, I can't hear because of the child crying. Oh no. Um, <laughs> what are you doing tonight, Ian? Do I think you got a sexy voice? You want an honest answer? Yes. I don't think it's that sexy, no. I know. It's the brummy voice. That's it's, why. It's the brummy voice that does it. I'm afraid. Listen, it sounds like you're busy. I'll let you get on. Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I told you I'll be honest. Got to be honest. No point in lying. 
Uh, okay, we're still on the lookout for 12 Gary Kings. We've got two so far. If you are one or if you know one, give us a call. 0870-9090-973. Tim is in the Bexley Heath. Hello, Tim. Hi, Ian. How's it how going? Doing? Yeah, fine. What can I do for you, my friend? I, I want to know how your throat is. Did you try a cure? Uh, no, I, no, I forgot what your cure was. Oh. You I sent me the email, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I deleted all my emails by mistake, and then I, I thought I'd forward it to my other email account, and it turns out I hadn't. Is your throat still bad? My throat is bad, but I've been to the chemist today, and I've got some Eludrill spray. Yeah. Which is a spray. I've also got, um, I've got some Ricola. 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 <laughs> which I'm supposed that, to s- suck if on. That, if that doesn't work, try something called Diflam. Diflam. Yeah, D-I-double-F-L-A-M. I shall have a go. I'm gonna, pop, I'm gonna pop one of these sweets in a minute, actually, because uh, my throat's a bit sore. Hey, Tim, uh, Agent Chris has told me that you know a Gary King. I do, and I've been trying to get hold of him, oh, but I just can't get hold of Please. him. I don't know if he's got his mobile switched off or what. Please keep trying him, Tim. We've only had two Gary Kings so far. We need 12. I will, but I do genuinely know a Gary King, and it's not the Gary King that's the, uh, the Elvis impersonator that was on a bit earlier. Well, sir, the Elvis impersonator is quite famous. Someone's emailed in. Where's that gone? Someone emailed in, uh, saying that, oh, there's an Elvis impersonator called Gary King. So he's obviously quite a big star, this fella. Oh, well, there you go. I haven't heard of him and I live in Bexley, but... I've heard, I've heard of Elvis and I've heard of Gary King, but not this Gary King. (laughs) Uh, Tim, listen, have a great weekend, mate. Thank you very much for that. What's this email from Roberto? Uh, Gary Kings. I don't know Gary, any Gary Kings, but I do know a few Garys who are queens. That's a joke. Uh... Yes, Annette, I can't read that out, obviously. Uh, Ian, I'd like to apologise for calling you a dipstick five weeks ago. Are you happy now? You attention seeker, says Monkey Harris. Yes, I'm more than happy now. We've just been talking... Is that is there curry downstairs for us, Chris? What's up? Someone has d- dropped off some curry. I'm suspicious that it's it's poisonous. I'm sure it's not. We'll find out. It'll definitely be meaty, I would have thought. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, let us go to, oh, sweet home Alabama, Covent Garden. Who is this, please? Hi, this is Gary King. Come on! Gary King number three. Gary, tell me a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, what do you want to know? Uh, how old you are? What's um, it like being called Gary King? Uh, yeah, so I think it's pretty good being called Gary King. How old am I? I'm 40 years old. Mm. Um, working Covent Garden in London in recruitment. Uh, we've got a hospitality recruitment company. We recruit chefs and management for hotels, restaurants and clubs in London. Like it. Um, Do you get, ever get confused for the real Gary King? I thought I was the real Gary King. Well, uh, no, let, without being rude, there's only one Gary King, despite the fact we're looking for 12. The, uh, former Radio 1 DJ Gary King. Yes, I was actually, a true story, I was actually, he, he used to work many years ago in Topshop in Oxford Circus. I believe that to be the case. We're getting a Gary King story from a Gary King. This is there brilliant. You go. Go on. And I was... Uh, actually, and this is going back to about, oh God, mid-1980s, I went in there to do some purchases and bought it and had a credit card, and they were concerned that my name was Gary King as well. At wow. The time. So, so they, they thought you were, were just copying Gary King's name? There you go. Gary King, before you go, can you very quickly say, my name's Gary King? My name is Gary King. Mate, thank you very, very much. This is, that's the third Gary King. More excited about this than perhaps I should be. But excellent stuff. Uh, we'll get some more Gary Kings, hopefully, and find out your story, s- stories of saying sorry when it's not your fault after we've got the latest on the roads and the trains from the LBC Travel Centre and Joanne Webb. In Upper Holloway, the A400. We've been sent some curry, which is very nice. I haven't got any cutlery, though, so I can't eat it, which is disappointing. Uh, we have to do a little plug. We, we get these things all the time. People send round gifts during the show and they expect us to get a plug, but, and they don't. But we'll give them a plug because it's curry and it's nice. Not as good as Suki's curry. 
but it's very nice. It's uh, the VSO. Uh, next Saturday uh, is the VSO's big curry night. If you want to find out, go to vso.org.uk forward slash curry, and it'll all be there. Uh, which is kind of cool. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Les is in the hospital. Hello there. Hello, Les. Nice to talk to you, Simon Bates. I can't tell you I'm a long-standing fan, but I found your station a couple of nights, a couple of days ago, and yep. I listened to you and uh, yes. Clive at night and uh, and in the afternoon. I'm a bit breathless. Sorry about that. That's quite all right. But you're looking for these, these king people. There's sharks them around. Now, I've got a suggestion for you. The, Try yeah. and find Welton, W-E-L-T-O-N. Welton John? No, just Welton Elsie. Now, I'm an 83-year-old pensioner. Yes. And in the, in the days of my youth, I had a very good friend named Nelsie Welton. Nel- Nelsie, was, Nelsie Welton? Welton, W-E-L-T-O-N. W-E? Hang on, whoa, 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 one at a time. W, W? E-L. E-L. O-N. Yep. Well done. Yes. Now, childhood friend, uh, long before sex read its ugly head, generally childhood friend, and it carried on as such right through our cycling days. Yes. Until the war started. She was called up to the WAF, and I was in the army. Right. We met once and had a good night out during the I war. But th- I and bet I you never, did. I met her once after what? the war, and yes. I wasn't well. No. I can't remember what was said, but Sorry she turned her back and walked away. Yes. I've never heard of her since. I've called twice on her mum yes. before her mum moved. Oh, dear. Her father died ages ago. Yes, I and, bet. Uh, I heard she'd got married yes. while she was still in the RAF. Yeah. The last knowledge of her was in the RAF, Richmond Lodge, Belfast. Right. And I've, I've tried me damnedest and can't trace her since. I'd dearly love to know what uh, happened. Our life's gone before I pack in myself. Well, dear God, you're not going to... What the if hell? If you can find any Weltons, ask for Elsie Welton... Oh, uh, Les, we will try our, our best to find Elsie El- uh, Welton simply by mentioning her on the radio. That's all we can do. Uh, four, five, six, nine, oh, eight. Whoa, wait, 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 don't give out your number. Don't give out your phone number. But bless you. That's, but don't give out your phone number. Uh, the d- registration number in the WAF. Oh, that was that was identity number. Oh, okay, that was her identity. Well, d- don't give out any numbers, just okay, because. Fair enough. There are a lot of perverts listening to this show, Les. Oh dear. Yes. You're speaking oh, to perverts now. You must discourage them at all costs, Simon. Yes. Could you do me a favour, Les? If I can. Could you say, my name is Les, I'm yes. in the hospital, and I love listening to Simon Bates on ABC? Oh, you are a flatterer, aren't you? You do love to hear yourself be <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the fourth time I've heard you say that sort of thing. If you could do it for us, Les, yes, that would be great. all right. I'm Les Walker, I am in hospital, and yes, I do, do, do love to hear Simon Bates. How does that suit you? It uh, suits me down to the ground. I like Les. Les can call in any time he wants. Any time he wants, he can call in. Oh! <laughs> Dr Khan on the motorway 25. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, Dr. Khan. How are you? Well, I'm not too bad. That old chap was quite jolly. He was nice, wasn't he? He thought I was Simon Bates, but that's fine. I'm wondering, are you having some identity crisis? It is the second time today I am listening to your radio and your customers are calling you Simon. Well, they think I'm Simon Bates. I don't quite know what's going on, Dr. Khan. Extraordinary behaviour. I'm putting it down to a good Friday afternoon. Uh, yes, I would put it down to... Dr. Khan, you know you're on, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, you've garnered quite a lot of fans. Good. 
There's a, yes, there's a there's a, a movement on uh, ianlee.co.uk to to promote you to a correspondent status immediately. Oh, well, that would be special. Yeah, we, it would be special. We can't do that, I'm afraid. Why? Well, we can't update the correspondent list until April the seventh. Oh, mm. then I will have to be waiting. You be waiting. Uh, now, Doctor Carl, what can I do for you? Why have you called in? Well, I was uh, wondering if. Um, very similar to what your uh, correspondent people are voting me for, yes. um, was to see if I could make an improvement to the show, perhaps by helping people that are sick, not well, and uh, give them a, a vague prognosis over the telephone. OK. What we can't do, Dr Khan, because of the licence and the, some of the very strict radio rules, is we can't actually deal with, with proper medical issues. Then perhaps it could be um, fantasy. A fantasy. We can deal with fantasy issues, I think. Let me just check. Chris, we can deal with fantasy issues, can't we? Yeah. Can we... Well, Dr. Khan, can you stay on the line? Uh, can, let's give out the phone number. If anyone wants to speak Hello, to... Go. Excuse me? Dr. Khan? I'm still here. Who was that? Dr. Khan? I'm gonna tax rebate. Dr. Khan? Yes? Who's that? My name is Khan. Dr. Khan's got had a breakdown. Sorry, I'm still here. Simon, can you hear me? Dr. Khan, I think the line's gone. I think the line's gone. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm putting it down to people having a good Friday afternoon. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Where are we? We're, we've only had three Gary Kings so far. Disappointing. And no cutlery. Three Gary Kings and no cutlery. It's not looking good. Uh, Agent Chris will have another cup of rocket fuel in a few minutes as well. Uh, and are you all these people? What's done always do apologising when it into your fault. Ian, I once apologised to my daughter when she was about ten years old on a train journey. I inhaled rather loudly, not meaning anything in particular. My daughter got extremely annoyed with me for breathing loudly as she said I was showing her up. In short, I apologised to my ten-year-old daughter for breathing. Shame on you. If you were missold an endowment that's facing a shortfall and... And we've got uh, a delivery... Du- Chris is going to be upset with me. I'm sending him off all over the place today. Chris, if you can hear me, I know you've gone to get cutlery. I have a delivery in the postroom. So, um... I'm ordering you to go and get it. Let's see what happens. Uh, hello, line two. Hello. Hello, sir. What can I do for you? <laughs> I want to nominate myself um, to be prank called by you. What's your name, mate? You know what my name is. Gary King. What do you <laughs> think my name is? You know what my name is. I, I don't remember you. What, what, um, uh, what's your name, sir? I can't think. Um, Gary King. Gary King. So Gary King wants a prank phone call. <laughs> Hang on, I'm moving yeah. this curry out of the way. How come there's no cutlery here for this curry? Is it with your fingers? You've lived in Pakistan for three months. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not. I tried to educate people over there by taking knife and fork with me. No, I'm not eating with my no, fingers. What do you mean educate? Let me tell you something, Ian, OK? Yeah, I'm eating a bit with my fingers. It's a lot better when you eat it with your hands. And any Asian person or any kind... Yeah, yeah any Asian person will bring up to you the same thing. Do you know what? Sorry, I've got a mouthful of rice. You, you're kind of right. You can't, but you need bread, though. There's no bread here. You don't need bread. Get Push the rice. You need get some... The, uh, get the curry and with no. the gravy, and you mix it together. No. 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 The gravy touches the rice, it sticks together, you make a little ball, and you whammy it in your mouth. You... I'm not whamming any balls in my mouth. <laughs> Habiba, what do you want? I want you to prank call me so that I can ask you a question. Because I want to ask you a question, but you don't... I've already asked you it, but you won't answer it unless you uh, do this thing about prank calling. Well, it's not, pra- it's not uh, technically a prank call. 
Well, okay, I want you to... Well, whatever. You said you can nominate yourself. The thing that you did with Zara and Amjad, I yeah. want that done to me by you. Please. Yeah, but you, you... The thing is, okay. Mm. You can't... Chris, I've got a delivery in the postroom. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, mate, thanks. This is an order, thank you. Uh, you. You can't phone up and nominate yourself. You have to email me or send me a letter. You know what? That, that's not a problem. I'm just pulling up in the office now. I'm going to get on the old PC and oh. I'm going to email you. Yeah. So yeah. if I email you, does that mean that, I, you know, you're going to do it? If you email me, that means you're in the list. Which then means, the, how are you processing your list? Well, me and Chris go through it and go, he says, do you fancy doing this one? I say, no. What else have you got? And he'll find one that I fancy doing. Okay, then. All right, then. I'll send you a letter and an email. Okay. You're determined, aren't you? You won't let this one go. No, I'm a very determined person, Ian. I know you are, Habiba. With a very butch voice. Oh, please. I do not sound butch. You can carry on for yourself. I well, the thing I like about you, and when Yasser was doing Triple M the other day, yeah. and when we had 12 people on the line, you were obsessed with the <laughs> fact you've got a man's voice. Just leave it. <laughs> Just accept no, I it. I because people keep uh, going uh, on about it. You know what I mean, Harry. Just accept it, Habiba. Your voice is deeper than mine. Listen, I'm not going to accept things that aren't true. But it's a fact. Okay, let's 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 just talk and see who's got the deeper voice. I'm talking now. This is my voice, and your voice is up here, Ian. Oh, <laughs> you cheat! You cheat! Look, got... what, look. This is how I talk normally. Hello, yeah. Ian. How are you? And then you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You see, he did it. Yeah, I'm not talking about how I laugh. I'm talking about how I talk. Habiba, thank you very much. Send me an email. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. Coming up after the news. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really behind on what I was going to do. Oh, dear. Um, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to do... Oh, do we, do we want to talk about dirty looks? We want to talk about dirty looks. We can have that. That kind of ties in. And also, I will explain. I'm setting a trap for one of Clive's regular callers. Hopefully, she will fall for the trap. More of your calls and emails after the latest LBC News. We got three. Will we get any more? We're looking for a dozen Gary Kings. I suspect we won't get anywhere near that. If you are a Gary King, if you know a Gary King, please give us a call. 0870-90-90-973. We want a dozen Gary Kings, if we can, by the end of play today. Did I just say by the end of play? I hate that phrase. We're also asking... Are you one of those people that is always... Hang on, here we go. So... Boom, boom. Uh, is always saying sorry when it's not your fault, when you've done nothing. I do this all the time. I know on the radio I come across as a bit of an arrogant whatever. Uh, but in the real, real world, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of quite nice sometimes. Uh, but if people bump into me, or tread on my foot, or someone slammed a door in my, in my face, or didn't, not, didn't slam a door, but it, something happened. And I said sorry. I ended up apologising all the time. I, I noticed Agent Chris does it. Why the hell do we do it? Do you do it as well? 0870-9090-973. Or are you the opposite? Are you one of those people that doesn't do it? You never say sorry at all. You can give us a call as well. Uh, and also, it's kind of a similar thing. I want to know what you've been given a dirty look for. Has someone given you a dirty look for kind of what... I've been given dirty looks for speaking too loudly. Just like in a bar or in uh, on a train or something. Someone just sort of turns, turns and gives you a dirty look. You think, oh, you cheeky cow. Agent Chris got a, a, a dirty look. For, uh, there was a woman, you know, on the bus, you've got the, the two seats, the sort of the aisle seat and the window seat. And Agent Chris wanted the window seat, the, the, which is the, for a lanky person, knees are pushed against that thing, it's not comfortable. He wanted the window seat. There was a lady sitting in the aisle seat. He asked her if, he, if she could move, just so he could get in. Gave him a dirty look. 
I believe, I've not yet confirmed this, but Helen behind the glass got dirty looks for taking too many chips from downstairs. Is this, this is correct. How many, you're only allowed w- one scoop for 50 pence. How many scoops did you have, may I ask? Two scoops. No, oh, chi- I did that the other day. I, I, I put in a couple of scoops of beans and some chips, and then I saw it was 50 pence a scoop, so I said, actually, I don't want this. No, it's bad, isn't it? You can get, if they're not looking, you can get away with, with, with three scoops. <laughs> you don't, don't nick a scampi, for God's sakes. But that's, it's weird down there, isn't it? There's a, I don't know. It's almost irrelevant. Uh, what have you been given a dirty look for? And uh, in th- in this half hour, we will uh, try and entice one of Clive Bull's regular callers, Lynn from the Forest Gate, who I think has got a crush on me. We're going to try and entice her to come on the show. We're going to do this every day until she calls in. This may t- this, she may call in today. It may take a year, but at some point, she's going to call this show because she wants to. Don't you, Lynn? Uh, Les is in the Stockwell. Hello, Les. Hello, Ian. Hello, mate. How's it going? Oh, is, is this Les or Habiba? My name is Gary King. But you're not Gary... <laughs> you're not <laughs> no, Gary not King. My... No, you've had too many Gary Kings, mate, and now you're getting too many Leses. Too many Leses? Too many Leses, yeah. yeah. You've had old Les, now you've got young Les. You never have too many Leses. <laughs> Listen, mate, I've rung up because I've got to apologise to you. Okay, okay go on. And I've got to apologise to you because I'm in the James O'Brien camp, mate. You know, and we James O'Brien you. is very Brian Kemp, mate. You know, and we James O'Brien you. is very camp, yes. Yeah, we love you, but we don't love you. He's on fire at the moment, James O'Brien. He's, he's kicking, mate. He is on fire. So he keeps telling me. I don't listen to the show, but sorry, James <laughs> O'Brien, of course, ten till one weekdays. Yes. <laughs> so g- g- come on, you thought you you, you want to have a dig at me or something? No, mate. No, not at all. No, okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting involved in your little uh, tete-a-tete with him. But I just know that you know. I have to be loyal to James because he's been around for longer, and you know you've just sort of come onto the scene. Yeah. You're good, yeah. But, I'm, but at the moment, mate, good. you've got a lot of making up to do. Well, hang on, what what making up have I got to do? Well, you just got you've got to get into the league of James O'Brien, mate. Ha- you? Well, it, it, give me give me some tips on um on, on what's so special about who the hell is James O'Brien? I don't know. Give me some tips <laughs> on how I can enter that league, Les. Uh, how you can enter that league, mate? Yeah. Well. Really and truly, mate, you've you've got to start yes. by changing your your whole personality. Sweet Christ! Okay, I know. You know um, what can I say, mate? You know it's just it's a tough job. So I should be instead of being um, amiable, intelligent, uh, uh, and mm-hmm. cool, I should become slightly smug and up myself. Is that um, what you're saying? I'm confused. No, I've got to disagree with that, mate. I've okay, because dis- okay. James O'Brien is cool for cats, mate. What can I say? Yeah. The very fact you've used the phrase "cool for cats" uh, <laughs> Im- implies that he's actually probably not. But okay, listen, I'm a big. I like James O'Brien. He's a, ni- a nice fella. <laughs> James O'Brien is struggling to fill the last hour of his show. <laughs> I, I like your style, though, mate. I it's like. On me. I like. Well, I like James. He's a nice fella. But why? I'm. I'm surprised that he's. He's. He's obviously mentioned this on his show that he wants some people to come on and infiltrate this show, and that's fine. If he wants to do those bully boy tactics, Les. That's fine. But why have you why have you felt the need for that one, mate, yeah? Why have you felt the need to come on here and tell me that he's better well, than me? Because you were talking earlier on about yeah. sort of people ringing you up and apologising to you, and yeah. I thought to myself, you know, I've never rung your show. Bless you. I've, I've, once in a blue moon, I ring James's show. Yeah. Um, but I've been listening to you on the way home from work for the last two weeks. Cause I've been finishing at three o'clock. Nice. Finish, so, finishing. You know, and, and I have to now say. I've got another apology to make to make because I've turned you off because I'm back indoors now. 
Les, if I were there, I'd slap your face with my oh, leather no, glove. What can I say? It's not good, is it? It's, it's... Not I'll put the Sky Digital on, mate. We'll put the Sky Digital on. on. We're on a new channel now. What's the new channel? Oh, one... I've got no idea, mate. So I think it's 0177. I'll have to do that instead. Please, I... Leslie, please do that. Why is James O'Brien getting his callers to call in and diss me? I thought we were friends now. Imagine you're... The Crawley. Hello, Paul. Hello, mate. How's it going? You right? Yeah, I'm all right, man. You? Yeah, very, very well. What can I do for you? Gonna, you're going to go and see Kiss, are you? I'm going to go see Dress to Kill tonight to the Kiss tribute yeah. band in the Standard in Walthamstow. Cool, because we've got a gig there on the 24th. Oh, really? Yeah. And who are you? And the Sturdy DC. It's an ACDC tribute. Dirty DC, ACDC. Yeah, you've got to come down, mate. We'll get you up on stage. Well, now, listen... <laughs> I've got to be honest, I do like ACDC, but I'm not yeah. as familiar with their oeuvre as I am as the ki- with the Kiss. Yeah, Kiss to I me are the... Your, I've seen on your page, you, you, did you interview Gene Simmons? I've, I've, had, I've interviewed Gene Simmons twice. Mate, He's legend. Got, God of Thunder. God of Thunder! Excellent, mate. He's, Excellent. A, he's a top what a band, man, what a band. So wh- how, d- tell me about your band, then. Wh- wh- uh, are you any good? Yeah, we are, mate. Yeah, yeah, we're really good, mate. Well, we've got the website. I mean, you can have a look on the website and all oh, that. I, f- I, feel a, I feel a website plug coming on. Go on, give us... Hang no, on. no, no, it's dirtydc.com. Dirt... Hang on, www. Dirtydc.com. Yeah. Come down, man. You've got to come down on 24th. I'll get you a T-shirt, get you a couple of beers if you drink. Oh, here we go, here we go. Wait, now, who are you? Are you Angus? No, no, that's Simon. I'm, I'm uh, Paul. I'm the guy, I'm Rhythm. Rhythm uh, guitar. Oh, OK, OK. It, it, <laughs> it looks good. Jeez, look at the state of you. How lot. tall are you? Are you hang on, what? You're, you're, are you flirting with me now? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what's a man showing his bum? I'm six foot four. Six foot four. You probably just get on the stage. Oh, the, well, yeah, the standard. Yeah, I, I, well, the thing is, I, I, I maybe get up on stage with Dress to Kill tonight to sing a song. Yeah, come on. Uh, the, which I, one do you like? Which, uh, what's your favourite? Well, I only prefer, I only like 70s Kiss. 80s Kiss yeah. I find quite boring. When they took the makeup off, yeah, I thought they yeah, got a bit it, silly. Yeah. 70s I've stopped, Kiss. I've stopped buying their stuff after, after uh, Unmasked. Oh, man. Unmasked, and that was a bit dodgy. Yeah. No, that's not the great. Shandy, what the hell's that all yeah, about? Yeah, 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 that's it, man. Paul, listen, I have to go, because I feel we're disappearing. Yeah, thank you, good luck. Maybe see you soon. Uh, I am very, very excited. I've, I've tricked Agent Chris into coming tonight to see Dress to Kill, so that's going to be darn good. Uh, oh no, no, I'm not I'm not tricked. Not tricked. Every time I do that, look. Every time I go there, then click on the emails again, the, the names have gone. Every time, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Almost irrelevant. Uh, okay, listen. What we're going to do now? We're going to do this for as long as this takes. Uh, every single day, we're going to dedicate 17 seconds to uh, trying to get Lynn in Forest Gate. It, uh, always phones Clive Ball. Always phones Clive Ball. Oh, she's excellent. Clive loves her. I think there's something going on there. I don't know. But last night, I was into Clive Ball. We haven't got any uh, clips of it, but last night I was listening. And she didn't... She phoned up Clive just to talk about me. Was just continuously talking about me. Saying that she was never going to come on my show. She loves Clivey. She's always a fan of Clivey's. She's going to stick with Clivey. But uh, me think the lady doth protest too much. So every day... We're going to dedicate 17 seconds to clearing the switchboard. We've got a few lines clear, which is great. Uh, Lynn in the Forest Gate, if you're listening, come on, give us a call. I know you fancy me. I know you like this show. I know you're listening, because you told Clive you listen all the time. Be brave. Give me a call. The lines are free for you now. 0870 9090 973. Will she call? Will she call in? Lynn in the forest gate, this is for you. Come on, Lynn. Come on. Come on, Lynn. Come on. 
Come on. She didn't call in today. We'll try again on Monday. Martin is in the buzzard. Oh, hello. Hello, Martin. You know she's a very big girl, Lynn. I, I, I have heard rumours that she's a size 20. I've heard tw- rumours she's a size 24. Wow. Sweet home. Mm. Hey, Martin, you don't know any Gary Kings, do you? I know a Gary Edwards. Yeah, I, I, I refer you to the previous question. Do you know any Gary Kings? Well, I wonder if I've got Gary Edwards in Burger King. It's, it's close, because we're struggling. Yeah, we've, yeah. We've, we've managed to find... Uh, we're looking for a dozen Gary Kings. We found three. I thought that... Well, I thought we'd get four on the air, but it, maybe it's not as common a name as we thought it was. Mmm. Mmm, pies. Mmm. Hey, yes. listen. You're but, going to Walthamstow tonight. Yes. Now, I was brought up in Walthamstow. Uh-oh. You see, now, the standard, yep. right, when I was 16, I blagged me way into being 80, and I got a job as a barman there on a, on a Friday, Saturday night. Naughty. And I got six pounds a shift. It's a good pub, the standard. Yeah. Now, when you go in there, they've got two bars, one in the front, one in the back. Now, I spoke to Clive Bull about this. Yeah. If you go in the front bar, there's a pool table there. Yeah. Just think of me, because I lost my virginity on that pool oh, table. why would I want to think of you having sex on a table? I don't know. It might make the, the, the night seem better for the you. Might, the night is going to be great, because I'm going to watch a Kiss tribute band. No, I'm not imagining a young man losing his, his cherry on a pool table. What, and why were you telling Clive Bull about it? Well, I don't know. It came up one night. Well, that's... I, I know, but why were you telling Clive Bull about it? Um... I don't know, because I'm sad. Yeah, you're very sad, Martin, but but we like you for it. Well, uh, and what was the name of the young gentleman you were with at the time? Uh, Arnold. Arnold, well, well, Martin, I shall go and look at the pool table. I know the one you mean. Why would he... Why would he, he offer that information to me? I'm confused. Oh, wait, 7090. 90973. Beryl in the East Coast, do you know any, uh, Gary Kings? Gary Kings, um... Think? No, no, I don't. I know a Gary, that's my son, but not with the king on the end. No, he's but not... if you want to, um, sorry, call him Gary King, you can. No, we, they have to be genuine. We can't fake this. They've got to be real Gary Kings. Oh, really? Yeah. And I've won. First time I've ever spoken to you, Ian. Hello, Beryl. And I'm saying how lovely it is to speak to you. It's a pleasure and to speak to you. also, um... Yes. I had you on the other day, yes. and then I thought, well, I'll turn on and see what's going on, yes. and you're so different. You seem like you've been ill and you've recovered. Simmered, do you know what I mean? No. To the better, I mean. I've been ill and recovered from what? Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, excitement. <laughs> well, I don't understand what you're saying, Beryl. No, I, I'm going to speak to you to say... How much I'm enjoying your um, show this afternoon. Thank you. Because I, I don't think this show is... This show isn't the best show we've done this week. This is the fifth best show we've done this week. Oh, is it? Oh, you should have heard the other week. Earlier on in the week, I was arguing with people. We had uh, someone pretending to be a surgeon came on. Can you believe that? <laughs> really? Oh, this man pretended <laughs> he was a surgeon and got upset when I said he wasn't. Oh, I should have said I was the midwife then. You should have stayed yeah. with his wife then. Oh, so you're yes. enjoying the show today. Anything yeah. we can do to make it better, Beryl? Um, no, no. I think I'm happy as I am. Good. Well, that's Thank what we're you. doing for. You're I always watch Tribal. I've watched him for years and years. Where do you watch him from? The bedroom. Wow. And how do Not you do watch, that? watch. I mean, listen. Oh, I see. Sorry. For a second, I thought you were one of those perverts. <laughs> one of those perverts I've read about in the newspapers. <laughs> Don't cough. Now, uh, now, does your mum listen to no, the programme? She doesn't know. She used to listen when we did the weekend, but now she watches Deal or No Deal. 
Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, that's about four o'clock-ish, isn't it? All right, don't tell everyone. It's, it's, it's keep it well, a secret. No, I don't think much of that one. Well, my mum, my mum prefers Noel Edmonds to me, her own. Fl- I passed through my mum, and she pre- still prefers Noel Edmonds. Does she? Yeah. But she loves you, though. Well, she won't listen to the radio show, will she? I, oh. I might try and divorce her and get another mum. Would you be my Would you be my new mum, Beryl? Would I'll you adopt be me? Your mum. You'll adopt me, will you? Yeah, I'll adopt you. Well, there you're you go. Nice you see, that's nice. nice. I could be I could be Gary's brother. What a nice, if slightly odd, lady. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee, emails up, okay, and something has happened. With, I've changed the settings. Normally, <clears throat> it will say, and let me just make it so it says what it normally says. It says name, who sent me the email, subject. And the date and time. But yet, when I go to... Basically, the, the name, it keeps disappearing. How do I get the name to come up? I know I'm explaining myself very well, but I'm an idiot. 0870-9090973. Habiba has sent me an email saying that she's got a butch voice. I know you have. We've made a big thing about this. Uh, and we're looking for more Gary Kings. When were you given a dirty look? And are you one of those people that always says sorry? Do more of your calls after the latest news. La la la. We're looking for Gary Kings. We faltered on three. We found. Where are they? Let me find them. Hang on a second. My name's Gary King. My name's Gary King. My name is Gary King. We want more than that. If you are, or if you know a Gary King, would you give us a call, please? 0870 973 Disappointing. I thought we'd, I thought we'd get four in the first hour. But no, not to be. Uh, we're also asking. Uh, oh, Chris, you've got to go and have another rocket fuel. Have you? Uh, you should go and make one. Put up another call up for after James, and I'll. Uh, I'll talk to them. I don't know what I was going to say there. I'm, I'm really tired today. This show has been the worst show this week. Still a pretty good show, but the rest of the week I thought was blind, and we're on fire. To quote James O'Brien, uh, no, though not as on fire as he is. But uh, Agent Chris is going to go off and have some of this rocket fuel coffee. It looks a bit. Supposed to make you go a little bit hyper, hyper. There you go, mate. Thank you. My pleasure. Uh, so, saying sorry all the time and getting dirty looks. Oh wait, seven oh. James is in the barnet. Hello, James. Ah, oh, good afternoon, Ian. Hello, James. How are you doing? Yes. How, why are you feeling so uh, off today? Just uh, I'm very, very. T- I, I slept really, really badly last night. Really badly. Oh, mate, join a club. That's that's the reason I called. I spent a. There's a club for people who can't sleep. Yeah, it's Insomniac Club. Oh, no, man. There wasn't more to it. I was basically on the phone all night. I had a dodgy curry. Um, yes. Right, cool, because I was, whilst on the phone, I was just thinking to myself how they went about feeding themselves afterwards, you know, before the evolution of the, um, the, the, the tissues. How people would wipe their... This is, I can't believe we're doing this. We did toilets. How people would wipe their bottoms after they've been to the loo before tissues. Well, I can't say anything. They would pull out in London. They probably use sort of swabs or something, but... Swabs? Queen, the Queen had some, I don't know, bottom cleaners. I was just, I was just, it just got, got in me. In some, co- you know, in some countries now, they still don't use toilet paper. They, they have a, a little pot, a jar of water, a jug yeah. of water by the toilet, and yeah, they, yeah. they wipe with their hand, and then they wipe, they clean their hand. Yeah, that's what my, one of my flatmates did. It, it happens. I've, I've not seen it happen. That would be uh, inappropriate. So, it was, a, it was a bit, it was a bit grim, but, um, it sort of leads me on to a story. It's a bit of a grim story, if you want to hear it. Well, you d- tell it, tell it slowly, and if at any point I feel we're, we're about to cross a line, then, uh, I shall let- Would you like some music that- under this story? Well, this is quiet, quiet music. And let's though. try this, hang on, let's see what this is. Uh. No, that's- we don't want that one. Uh. Nah, no, that's too bouncy. I've got some music, hang on, what's my- you, Have you got some? What music have hang you got? On. 
No, I tell you, James, I've got some music. James. Oh, I got it. Go with this. Just turn this down to halfway, Lady Alex. Have, have this. Here we go. Over to you, James. Well, there it sounds like my little pony. Um, basically, the story is regarding wiping one's uh, derriere. I was in a uh, house with six other lads back in the shooting days. All lads, skinheads, a whole mixture of us, nothing. And uh, as students do, they sort of ran out of uh, toilet paper and... Uh, after a while, we hadn't had much money, so we had to go on to um, the local Leeds newspapers, which were a bit coarse, as you could imagine, and they, they tended to plug up the old, um, the old pipes. But it got to a point where uh, no newspapers left, and unfortunately my uh, mate, first thing he spotted was uh, the other guy's boxer shorts, and he uh, started to use those, flinging them, flinging the sort of ones out, out, in the window, out the window onto the roof, where they sort of uh, roasted under the uh, summer sun. But... Um, yeah, it's just kind of just a, a grim student tell. But uh, I never went back there, and I never stayed the next year with them either. They were a bit too scummy for me. But... You're listening to London's LBC 97.3. Boring. Uh, Steve's in the Southgate. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, Simon Bates. Uh, yes, I, I apologise for pretending to be Simon Bates and for you having to follow that filthy story. Oh, I thought you were going to do your song. Well, I, I, you know, I was looking for that. I wondered if we... It's our tune, is the thing. Your song oh, is by Elton John. I was, I was looking for it, but we don't have it. The closest, the closest thing I've got is, um... I've got a mouthful of sausage. And that doesn't really work, so... We that could, sounds uh, all right. It does sound all right, doesn't it? What okay. can I do for you, my friend? Uh... What can you do for me? What can I do I, for you? Yes, 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 I remember now. I was looking at that story and it put me off a bit, but I can tell. I've got a dirty look, Ian. What? I've got a dirty look. When did you get a dirty look? About ten minutes ago. And what had you done to warrant that, please? I'll tell you what I've done. I pulled up outside the toilet... Oh, why is it, why is it? I'm not being funny, right? Yeah. I listen to this, this station throughout the day. I listen to Nick Ferris when I'm not listening to Wogan. Uh, I listen to, to Clive Ball nearly every night. I, I occasionally listen to the J to the O to the B, Chisel O'Brien, uh, oh, yeah. and, and various other shows. How I can we... Paul Ross? Uh, I, do, I do listen to Paul Ross. I like uh, Paul Ross. He's a master. Isn't he good? He is good. I, I'm a big fan of Paul Ross, genuinely. Uh, <laughs> but I, not, no other shows uh, talk so freely about going to the toilet. Um, Steve Allen did when you was off. Well, Steve Allen is, uh, well, uh, yes. Steve yeah. Allen has his reasons for doing that. Well, we both say, or shall we say. Yes. So, so you, okay, so you pulled up out, you pulled off outside the toilet. Yes, and there's a traffic warden there. Yeah. So I said to him, excuse me, pal, do you mind if I stop here for five minutes, you know, just to use the... For a Jimmy, want a Jimmy Riddle? Yeah. And he looked at me, so I said, excuse me, I said, can I stop here, I want to do a wee way. And he gave me a dirty look with no answer. So I thought, don't take a chance, drive on. Yeah. Would you, would you, toilet. Steve, would you have par- would you have been parking illegally? Well, you're on a yellow line, yes. Well, then you, well, I think he was in his rights to give you a dirty look. 
Well, you need a wee, don't you? Yeah, you do need a wee. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna try something. Hang on, how do what happens if I press that? Hang on. Oh. How do I dump someone, Lady Alex? I wanna dump- not you, Steve, I wanna- Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, where's the hang-up button? Okay, let me press that. Oh, they're gone. I've did that. Excellent. Uh, well, you, 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 Steve, you can't park illegally. Well, did, did I tell you I know a Gary King? D- I t- we'll get him to call in. Well, he lives in my road. <laughs> we'll get him to phone up. We've only had three Gary Kings so oh, far. This is the one that's on your station tonight. Oh, that, well, it would be good if that Gary King called in as well, of course. Yeah, uh, but I think he's on another station at the moment, so better not. Oh, cheeky little sausage, is he? Uh, well, the other day he was, yes. Yeah, yes, no, I, I'm aware. He's not on heart, is he? Uh, no. He's on, oh, he's on, oh. Oh, yeah, oh. He was sitting in for, uh, yeah, I was, I was, James O'Connor's getting a bit boring, so I put on another radio station. Good boy, well done. Um, what do I hear? Hello, I'm Gary Trink. I used to be on Radio 1, the big quiz. Yeah, no, another one. Steve, what, what, what makes a good dirty look? What makes a powerful dirty look? Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got to, uh, I think you've got to tut as well, haven't you? You've got to give a look, you yeah. sort of put your arm to the side, yeah. give a look and tut, mm. like that. You know, that's a good dirty look. Yeah. Steve, listen, mate, thank you very much for that. We're asking when was the last time you got a dirty look. What have you been given a dirty look for? Old women are blooming good at giving dirty looks. Very good. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I'm going to try something, because Chris has disappeared, so I'm going to... What do I press the name? I'm going to press the answer next. Oh, and I've, I've put him there. Hello? Oh. oh. Hello, Elliot? Yeah, speaking. I, I was trying to get Helen, but, the, but Elliot seems to have come up. I don't know what happened there. Hello, Elliot. Hello there. How are you? I'm, ve- I'm very, very well. Have you spoken to Agent Chris, or have you just come straight through? I've actually just come straight through, to be perfectly honest. Wow, it's crazy! But it just might work. It's beyond rationality, isn't it? Mmm, you sound like Tony Blackburn. Really? Really? C- can you say pop a doodle do for me? pop a doodle do Hang on a second. Do it again. pop a doodle do pop a doodle do No, you don't say anything like him. Okay, no. what can I do for you, Elliot? Okay, you know my good friend Andy in the Ashton? He's the one that uh, gave you the MP3 for the littlest hobo. Yes, oh yes, of course, he sent me an email, yes. Yes, my name is Elliot Polder. I'm the lead guitarist of the aforementioned band. Good band, good band. We like, uh, we like your band, uh, and we particularly, uh, like a little bit of, uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song, man, we love it. It's good stuff, isn't it? Good, yeah. good stuff. Um, anyway, the reason why I'm phoning up, um, yeah. apparently Andy's already spoken to you about a gig we're playing in Islington on Sunday. On and we're just wondering if we're coming, because we want to put Hobo on the set list for you. I want to come, but I can't this Sunday. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, no, I'm really sorry, because he talked about this a while ago and he sent me an email. I can't make it. But, Elliot, give the gig a plug. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, we're playing at Lark in the Park in Islington. We're on at ten past, uh, ten past ten. Come and see Product Records. Five pounds to get in. And it sounds like this. Need more Gary Kings. We need more Gary Kings. If you are one or if you know one, I beg of thee, give us a call. 0870 Uh Let's go to Barnet and Grange Hill. Ricky. Hello, Ricky. How are you, Ian? Hey, man. How's it going? You all right? Not too bad. For anyone who doesn't know, this is, of course, Ant Jones from hit television series, Grange Hills. Hello. Hello there. Hey, I got your... you. E- now, you emailed me, emailed me your song a long time ago. Oh, God. What, the, um... Yeah. I don't know who I am. Yeah, I haven't got it here, but it was all right. What do you reckon? Yeah, it was good. It was, it was all right. It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. What is your cup of tea? My cup of tea is, uh, Kiss, a 70s Kiss. Cradle of Filth? Uh, no, that's going a little bit too far. Then I go from Kiss to the Beach Boys. Yeah. Via XTC and a little bit of the Beatles. Not a bad selection. It's not bad, is it? Jules Holland's Big Band Orchestra. Yeah, that's, that, that kind of does a little bit for me now and then. You've got a good eclectic taste. You've got, eclectic is the way to be, Ricky. Now listen, yes, I sir. need your help. Go on. 
Um, my missus, yes. in the 80s, she went to an Alexander O'Neill show. Oh, yes. Now, I don't know if you remember this, uh, this rather large kind of beaverish type bloke. Isn't, well, isn't he on the two of us, that show on BBC One, where... This is what I'm coming to. Okay. Um, she was at this show. Yeah. He did about eight sell-out nights. Yeah. And his big shtick was, um, that he br- brings a bed up on stage. Yeah. And during his wooing number... Picks a long, young Dolly Bird out of the audience. I've heard the phrase Dolly Bird since 1987. Well, you know me, I'm a bit old fashioned. I like it. Exactly. So, anyway, she gets picked out at one of these gigs. Yes. And she's on the bed. So, obviously, I've known about this for years. On the bed? On the bed with Alexandra O'Neill. On stage? On stage. Okay, all right. He gives her roses. Yep. And a lot of sweat pouring on top of mm. Lovely. You can sell that on eBay. Exactly. So, very horrible experience for her. Embarrassing, but very amusing. Yes. That I've heard about for the last six years. Uh, every dinner party or gathering I ever go to. Yeah. Anyway, I'm watching just the two of us, the first episode. This is the, this is the thing where, like, Nicky Campbell... Oh, and Penny Smith! Have you seen Penny Smith on it? Marvellous vocalist. Oh, my... Marvellous! Crazy! <sighs> Unbelievable. He's like kind of Margaret Rutherford meets Hilda Baker. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, yes. so I'm watching the first episode. This would be last Thursday. Yeah. And suddenly, when they're talking about Alexander O'Neill and, like, his history, saying, I've sold 14 million singles of fake or criticised, whatever it was. Mm. He said, but the most, the, the thing I'm most proud of is eight sellout nights at Wembley. Yeah. And then they suddenly show the shot of him on the bed, and it's my missus. No, you're joking! Bed. I swear, and oh, I'm, I'm on my own, and I'm going nuts, and I'm saying, that's Michelle, and I couldn't believe it. I phone everyone up, I know, no one's taped it. Why would they tape it? Why would they tape that rubbish? Why would they tape that crap? I phoned the BBC this week. Yeah. I've obviously got no sway there. You've obviously... You must have a... No one called me back. Oh, man. No one. But you you, you used to run the BBC virtually when you were Ant Jones. Ant Jones? I was almost the director general. Uh, Yeah, incredible. So, no, no one phones me back. Sods. You're the only one who can help. Either you've got some projects on the go at the BBC so you can talk to people. Or your listeners, one of them, surely one of them had it on Sky Plus. Well, Someone was, out there, come I, on. I, I surprisingly, uh, Ricky, have no uh, projects on go at the BBC. I thought you were going to say I have no listeners. Uh, well, <laughs> you don't know how close to the truth you are there. <laughs> I, uh, I have no... They think I'm a little bit too Channel 4, which is fine. That's all right. Even though I have no projects right. on at Channel 4 either. I saw you on telly on Channel 4 the other night. You were on a list show. Oh, apparently so. And they you were, were showing... on the 100 most favourite Ian Lee moments yes. ever. Wow. And a boy, they're, uh, they're at least... But it wasn't even showing a bit of me, they were showing Blooming Daisy. Jimmy Carr. Sorry. T- don't, why are you... Whoa, listen, don't, don't start. No, missus. Don't listen, start. So you, you want... You if want... you can't, can your listeners help? You want last... This week's or last week's... No, it was the last week, the opening show. Anyone who's Sky Plus it or has got it on video, I will pay top, top prime money. £100. Oh, steady, come on. Well, what's, what's top money bad, in the world of... You know, we've talked about this. It's, it's hard on the boulevard. What, what's, what's top money to an ex-child actor? You know what? It's, it's embarrassing to say on the radio, but if, if we get someone who's got it, I'll start negotiating haggling. Wow, well, all right. But if someone's got that first episode, yeah. I just want that clip, that four-second four clip, okay. where my missus is on the bed. I mean, it's a, is it a bit of a strange request? It's not asking, like, to see a shot of my missus with no, Alexandra O'Neill. No, not at all. I think, I, I think we've got somebody who can help you. Robert in the Rainers Park. Robert! Hello there. Robert, you're through to Ricky. Hello. Robert. Hello there. Hello. Are you just the two of us, man? First time I've, I've, I've heard it, I've only just moved to London. You don't, you've just moved oh. to London? You don't know the show? I don't, I'm afraid. Oh, sorry, Robert, I thought you had... Oh, just... sorry, I, I, it was a Gary King. I turned it on, and the first thing it said was for Gary King's to phone in. Oh, so you don't, you, you've not got the, the, the two of us on video? He hasn't Sky Plus, do you? Mm. Oh, no. 
not even on live calls. I'm sorry, I, just, I must have missed the point of this phone because I just, I, all I heard was just... No, well, Ricky, Ricky, stay there. Robert, you've got a Gary King with you, have you? Yes, I have. Can you put Gary King on the line? Certainly, I will. Here. Ricky, stay there. I'm, well, I'm sorry, I thought he had... I thought he could help you there. He's refusing to speak. Well, how do I know you have a Gary King with you, sir? Well, I um... Well, you, you don't, basically. You can, no. you can speak to my sister. The thing is, he's got a thing about hearing his name on the television. And uh, he says he's always hearing it. And I told him, well, there's a phone call on the, about Gary Kings, and now he's... Uh, come on, Gus. Come on, Gary. No, no, he's refusing to speak. Robert, I'm afraid that, that doesn't count as a Gary King. You don't count as a Gary King. If, if he won't come on the air, then we can't, we can't accept him. You can't be... Is he the bass player in Level 42? Was he called? He wasn't. No, he was Mark King. Oh, sorry. He had the guitar up underneath his neck. Hello. moment. Hello, who's this? Gary. Gary, what's your last name? King. Oh, there he is. This is it. We've got it. Gary King, Ricky, stay there. Just a few. Uh, Gary King, are you still there? I take that as a no. Gary. Robert. Ricky. I'm here. Where's Gary King gone? He's done a runner, hasn't he? Gary King? Hello? What the hell is going on? Hello? Hello? Is that? Is do, what, do you want Gary King? Yes, please. Here, right. The thing is, it's so irritating because he all the time says he's getting messages for himself. And we're here saying, look, they're asking to speak to you. And he won't, he won't do anything about it. Let me, let me see if he's going to talk. Any, now, I- any idea what's going on here, Ricky? <laughs> Look, isn't it? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect Hello. Right. Hello, Gary King? Yes. Can you save me, sir? My na- no, my name's Gary King. You're Gary King. No, you say it. How can you be Gary King and I'm Gary King? We've uh, got- how, how can that be? We've got three already, sir. Um, three, three Gary Kings? Yes. I'm Sorry, Gary I'm King. Right. No, you're not Gary King, Ricky, don't you? are confusing it. I'm Alfie, no. No, shush! All right. Uh, Gary. Yes. Listen to this. My name's Gary King. That's number one. Listen to this. My name's Gary King. Number two. And number three goes... My name is Gary King. Could you say that for us? My name is Gary King. Thank you very much. We'll lose Gary King. I suspect he was a mental. Yeah. He was potty, wasn't he? Hey, yeah. listen, we've had a couple of emails in, uh, Ricky. Yeah, any, um, any response? Well, w- one says, uh, subject, that bloke from Grange Hill. That must get on your nerves. Not really. Okay, when, uh, Worst one is a like Benny Hill. Well, yeah, that, that bloke from, that bloke that was in Benny Hill. Uh, okay. Uh, it, uh, Paul says, go to a website, UKNova.com. UKNova.com. And put a, put, uh, go on the forum and, uh, put a request for it. That sounds like hard work. Oh, come on, mate, she's your girlfriend. Uh, tell Ricky he can get any programme that has been on television from a company called Extreme. Spelt X-T-R-E-M-E. I didn't know that. that. No, I didn't know that. I've, but been, I've obviously been out of the business too long. Well, they, they, I've never heard of this as well. This I've guy, been this, in the business. this guy says he's got um, some old eleven o'clock shows from there. He could have got them from me. I've got them all on tape. Um, you I, want to get those onto DVD because the VHS starting to wear down a little. Oh man, don't, uh, I don't. When was the last time you put a VHS tape on? Um, two nights ago in my office, but I don't want to talk about it. What was? Oh, because it was one. Oh, was it? It was either well, mucky. I'm lonely at the moment. It was either mucky or it was hours. you. You and Grange Hill. When are you getting back together with the Grange Hill posse? Well, you know, it's the 30-year reunion coming up. Bring it 2007, on. 2007, I think it is. Are you going to do it? Don't be so silly. Come on, mate. There'll be a few quid in it. Ian, please. Ricky! Ian! Ricky! Ian! Ricky! All right, then. Will you? What time do I have to show up? Hey, listen. What Can you get us in there with you? Can you get what? 
I'll tell you what, will you come along with me and oh. film like a documentary of me going along to the documentary well, reunion? I, I, I say filming a documentary, I have only on my video camera. Well, that's all right. And we'll record it for the show. It'll be like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, man, definitely, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there, Ricky! You know what, we could go to Sundance with this and be like win a Robert Redford Award. Yeah, we're not going to become friends. I don't want to be friends, I just want to make an award-winning documentary. I wouldn't mind borrowing that video that you were watching the other day in your office, though. I'll get you that. Ricky, thank you very much! Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. That was quite exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of a little bit. Uh, are you one of those people? It's good. I like him. I like him. Uh, are you one of those people that always says sorry? I've kind of got lost in the excitement. We need more Gary Kings. We've had four Gary Kings so far. Can we get more after the news? Chantel's emailed in. Oi, mate! What happened to that package you sent for earlier in the show? I'm curious to know. Well, we got the package. It was some frozen pork sausages, which Chris is taking home, as I don't eat meat. Helen didn't want them. So Chris has got them. Mick's asked if he can present Triple M. Not today, Mick. Maybe in the future. I wouldn't mind having a crack at it today. Just everyone else has had a go this week. I wouldn't mind having a go. But maybe in the future. And I'm sure you can do it. Ah, dear. It's so nearly the weekend. Here we go. It's, it's seven minutes past five already. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 08709090973. We need more Gary Kings. I think I'm going to win the pound, ladies and gentlemen, because I said four Gary Kings. We've had, to, we've had four, haven't we? That was the fourth one. If there are any more out there, give us a call. We were looking for a dozen. Seems not such a common name. Agent Chris, you're on your second cup of the rocket fuel. Uh, may I ask, sir, how you're feeling? No, I may not ask that. He's too busy talking to, uh... Oh, he's talking to someone... Can I, Chris, can I ask, you've had your second cup of this rocket fuel, um... I, uh, I nearly said something completely... Coffee is the word I'm looking for. How are you feeling? Good! <laughs> wow! He's sounding a little bit hyper. Okay! Okay! Um, what have you been given a dirty look for when... Are you one of those people that always says sorry? And other stuff as well. I don't... Is anyone else has had this rocket fuel? I'm keen to know... If it's any good. Nicholas is in the Hanwell. Hello, Mr. Ian of Lee. How are you? I'm fine, Governator. What? Well, hey, I'm doing your laugh. Trying to mimic your laugh. Do it again, go on. Well, hey! What's that clip? Where has Cl- Clive Buller's got a clip of me going? Uh, yeah, it's such a laugh. He said it, it's really a good laugh, isn't it? <laughs> Listen. Hey, hey, ho, ho! But I've, <laughs> never, I've never done that in my life. No? Hey, I've, hey, ho, ho! Listen, I've ho, got ho, hey, hey! Listen, I've got a question to ask. Agent Chris, is he under... Nicholas, you're breaking up. I want to hear what you've got to say. We Um, need to get you into uh, a good position. Get get a better signal. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Right. Agent Chris, is he under some undercover assignment? Why is he always called Agent Chris? Is he up to something secret? He's... I'm afraid we cannot reveal why he's Uh, called Agent Chris. Right. About saying sorry... I I almost felt like saying sorry to you because you kept me waiting, but I got a bit nervous. Yeah. even more bizarrely, I've had complete strangers come up and wish me good morning. I've, you know, I've had to reply back because it's the polite thing to do. You know, strangers, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to translate this because we haven't got many other calls, so we might as well try and stick with this. Yeah. Strangers come up to you and say good morning. Yeah, or even say hello. They say, you know, how's the weather? And you know, and I, I look even better. You know, what do I know hey, this guy from? <laughs> that's, that's the clip. How, where the hell has he got that from? I've yeah. never done that in my... Hey, ho-ho! Hey, ho-ho! Here we go, on the count of three. One, hang on, Nicholas, here we go, hang on. One, two, three. Hey, ho-ho! Hey! Yeah, what a laugh. Yeah, I don't you sound quite... Listen, I think don't you are... Don't sound quite as gay as when you do it. Yeah, anyway, I think, look, all these people are complaining. I think you're for the good of mankind, really. You think we wow. need people like you, we need... You know, the world is a really miserable place, but you like it, and you certainly get me going. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad I get someone going, Nicholas. It happens so rarely these days. Maybe he looked like someone famous. Maybe that's why people say, hey, hey, ho, ho. That's always confused me where, where Clive has got that clip from. I don't remember doing that. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Hey, hey, ho, ho. I can't even do it. Hey, hey, ho, ho. It blows my mind, man. I've got, oh, hang on. Uh, on the subject of saying sorry, this is true. My girlfriend is bad at doing this. Some old biddy will barge into her, and it's a natural instinct for her to say sorry. She once trod on a dog's foot in a pet shop and said sorry to the dog. She sounds insane, Michael. Oh, and we've been asking you as well. This is kind of uh, a long shot. We've been asking for you to uh, to send in prizes that you might want to give away on the show. Uh, we've got an email here from Lucy in the Campbell, who says she's got the exercise video with Lizzie Webb, Mad Lizzie from Breakfast TV, um, which she can send in for us. Send it in, Lucy. If any of you have got any gifts or anything that you think would make uh, good prizes, then send it in to uh, Ian Leisha, second floor, uh, Chrysalis Building, 13 Bramley Road, uh, as in the apples, um... W ten six SP. Barry is in the Watford. Hello, hello, Ian. Hello, Barry. You sound in a, in a good mood. Well, to be honest, I've got my tail between my legs. Oh, did we were talking about this the other day? Yeah. Yes. Look, I, I, I do want to apologise for yesterday. What happened yesterday, mate? On the triple M. <laughs> you're not going to believe. Cause it, it was me. I was the first. Uh, no, Yasser. It was, it was Yasser doing it yesterday. That's not... it. I, I phoned up. No. Do you remember them? Yes. What? Which one were you? Were you playing? Oh. Did you play um, the the that song down the phone to us? Not quite. Were you playing the electric guitar down the phone? No, not me. And which one was you, Barry? <laughs> You're not gonna. <laughs> Do you recall a man? Phoning up and they said he ran an Italian restaurant. Oh, we had an Italian caller, yes, who uh, was was offering free pizzas and things. <laughs> Hold your horses, not so fast. Yours truly. <laughs> Shut up! Hey. I, I did not yeah. know you could speak Italian. Well, I can speak a bit. Give, uh, give us, give us some. Oh, uh, spaghetti bolognese. It's, it is a, it is him. That is a, that well, is amazing. That, look, during the course of speaking this, I said poopers. I'm not proud of it. You know, I, look, I'm better than that. I think the show's better than that, and I think you're better than that. And I'm sorry, Barry. It's very big of you to phone up and apologise for poopers. You know, I don't. It's not. Look, that's not why I'm phoning. The reason I'm phoning. Yes. Perhaps you can help me. Me and Margaret trying to book a holiday. Yeah. And it's very difficult. She's very keen on Indian food. Yes. And she's got a half a mind to go to blooming India. Really? India's going to be very, very hot, and the food's yeah. very spicy. Jaipur, Ujaipur, Jaisal, Mirkujarat, Tamil Nadu. Yes. And, what? you know, she wants to, she goes, she wants to see the sunrise over the Himalayas. I said, can't we go to Weybridge? My <laughs> cousin Ron lives there. Barry, listen, have you got a couple of minutes or are you in a rush? No, well, what do you want me to do? Well, I've got to go to the news, mate. Can we give you a call back in a minute? Well, it's very well. <laughs> It's 2am and... He's still with us. Barry in the Watford, I'm sorry, mate, you still there? Yes, just about. I'm outside. It's blooming freezing. Oh, very well. I'm so sorry. We have to... thing is, we have to do the news. No, that's all right. That's all right. Bless you for no. waiting. So, you, well, you let me... What were you talking about? You were... Well, um... I just wanted to know, uh, you know, we are after a holiday, Margaret and myself. I fancy Eastbourne or my cousin Ron's place, you know. Where's, Ro- where's, where's cousin Ron's well, place? Well, he lives in Weybridge. It's not much of a holiday, you no. know. 
I mean, my idea of a holiday is to go down the Harlequin Centre and have <laughs> an ice cream. Like, that would do me. Eastbourne's nice, but it's a little bit boring in Eastbourne, isn't it? Well, what do you want? I don't want raving, do I? <laughs> I'm not in the living disco biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the text, you know, she wants to go, she's going, oh, I want to go India, you know, oh, she's a chicken masala. We'll go to Eastbourne and then go for a curry. Well, that's what I'm suggesting. She's going, I want to go, you know, I want to see the Himalayas. I say, Margaret, you know, bless you, love, but, mm. you know, you're never going to get, how are you going to get up Everest, you know? Ba- Barry, can <laughs> I... Ran off, didn't there in electric mobility scooter, did <laughs> Barry, can I say something? Because well, you know when Margaret called in a couple of weeks ago? Yes. She didn't... S- what? She, she sounded... T- she was... I can't be so careful I say this. I don't know... Go I, on, what did you say? I don't want to be rude. Steady on, I don't know trouble tonight. <laughs> Go on, what are you going to say about her? I've got to be... I'm, listen, I mean... She sounded hideous. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, I was not... I was not going to say that. I was going to say she sounded a little bit, um, freer of thought. You, you, um... Freer of thought? What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? Do you think I'm... Uh, do you think I'm simple? No, not you. What are you saying? I just thought... I'm so... That's I shouldn't charming. Have, you know when you start a sentence and you wish you had it? I just thought Margaret sound... I thought you sounded much more down-to-earth than Margaret did. Well, she's slightly mad <laughs> and she's very, very ugly. <laughs> it's a terrible combination. <laughs> <laughs> and she smells. But the thing is, she's... You know, she's lovable in a way. You oh. make your bed, you lie in it. Yes. And well. I'll tell you what, after she's had a chicken tikka masala, you don't want to lie yes. in it. Barry, <laughs> uh, have, a, have a lovely weekend. It's the old Dutch oven. No, no, uh, lovely week. I'm off now. Said... Helen is in the Southgate. Hello, Helen. Hi, Ian. Hey, Helen, how's it going? All right. Come on, let's cheer ourselves up, shall we? Yeah. Um, what, what would cheer you up? Um... Telling you that I have a jingle for the comments box, the one you did yesterday. Oh yeah, we're going to do that. We're now we're thinking of doing this maybe once every couple of weeks. Yeah, the I know, comments. but oh, I right. know it's not today. But I know I'm just I'm just set, setting out for the people that missed it yesterday. Oh. So all I'm saying is we did a thing yesterday where we used 15 minutes of this show as a comments box where people phoned in with comments and suggestions, not necessarily complaints, although some of them were complaints. And you have a jingle for it, do you? I think I have. I haven't got any music for it, so you, it's your choice for the music, but I've got uh, some words to say, so you can get, like, a better singer than me. Well, uh, I, so you, hang on. When so, I sing, I go into Pixie. So you've written a song, but you want us to supply the music, and you want us to supply the singer? Or find someone who's a better singer than me. I could sing it, but it's your choice if you want to find a better singer than me. Well, if anyone's listening who who wants to take up this challenge, 0870 Okay, Helen, away you go. Um... Or when it's for paper. Well, I can't wait too long. I've got to do, do a radio show. Oh, yeah, um... If you got a suggestion or a complaint, zippity-doo-dah, is he in <laughs> Oh, I can't do it. I've lost the paper. You've lost the paper? I had, like, I had, like, a little notebook with all these suggestions of songs I had in, but I can't find it. Do it again. <sighs> You've called it? in just to do this, and yet you, you can't do it. Yeah. Oh, but I did have a frowning story. Not a frowning story, a dirty look story. Yeah, well, I want to hear this jingle first. Oh, by the way, have we... Chris, have we got any correspondence yet? Oh, he's, he, we've got one. We need some correspondence as well. Oh, this is a ter- terrible show today. Oh, so sing, do the song, then give me your, um, story. Okay. Um... Oh, for God, it? Just do it! 
I'll find the notebook by Triple M and I'll probably sing it in Triple M. Well, that, that's, oh, this is disappointing. We've got people... I know, I'm rubbish. Oh, you are rubbish. You were going to cheer me up. Well, it was like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a, quite a funny, dirty look story, though. You're so. boring me now. You set off the first Clive alarm. Be careful. OK, let's hear your dirty look story. Well, I actually was waiting for the bus to take me to school. At the bus stop, and this you're girl boring came... me now. Oh, great! I say it's the second one. <laughs> Clive, you're boring me now. You're boring me now. You're you boring me now. Be, you're boring... be very careful. You've set off the bob alarm. <laughs> Come on, let's let's hear the story. Ian, you're boring me now. So shush. Just put the phone down. Just put the blooming phone down. Hey, can we listen to the studio next door? Press the button. Is there a button we can press to listen to the studio next door? I'm one of the Gary King quads. Uh, that was Gary King. That's the real Gary King. That's five Gary Kings we found in one day. Have, oh, we might have. We might have another one. Okay. Oh, uh, Jacques is in the Peckham. H- Hello, Ian. Hello, Jacques. My, my neck has just gone really stiff all of a sudden. Isn't that funny? Um, I'm going to the osteopath tomorrow, so that'll be good. Oh, I went to an osteopath recently, but that's not why I rang you. They're good osteopaths, aren't they? Did he click your back? Well, it was a she, actually. Oh. Um, it was rather embarrassing because I, I hadn't been to an osteopath before, and I went to the School of Osteopathy because I'd hurt my back. Mm. And I didn't realise that you have to sort of more or less take most of your clothes off. And I was wearing, shall we just say, fairly loose boxer shorts. And, of course, when yes. they put your leg up in the air, yes. um, it's a bit, you know, revealing. But I won't go into detail. No, I always wear, always wear sort of tight shorts or underpants <laughs> because, yes. I know that now, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, Ian, uh, before I tell you why I rang, yes, can sir. I just ask you, you know that man who keeps going, oh, hello, is Barry here? Barry in the Watford, yes. Is he real? Is he a real person or is he a, a, a comic? I, as far as we know, he's real because it, his wife called in one, one uh, evening as well. His, his granddaughter or his great-granddaughter called in as well, so I think he's real, yeah. Uh, I have no reason to be- believe otherwise. No, it's just that, you know, anyway. Uh, Ian, the reason I rang you, and I'll try not to be as boring as the others have been, yes. is I rang you yesterday to apologise because I was very rude to your researcher or producer. That was uh, uh, late, uh, Helen behind the glass, yes. Yes, and then I was probably quite rude to you as well, and it yes, was troubling were. me because I am a polite person. May I, I say, th- may I say that we are, seriously, we are in a little bit of trouble because of your phone call. The first phone call. But don't worry, we, we'll get out of it. But because you, because there was a bit of tension, w- Helen and I are both in a tiny, tiny little bit of trouble. Oh dear, yes. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay, don't worry. But, but we, we can work through it. But that's, that's what happens sometimes, is, you know. Okay, well, oh, I'm, I'm very glad I did ring then and apologise. Um, but the, the reason I was ringing again was, I heard you were talking in, in your theme a little earlier, I've only just switched on about 20 minutes ago, about yes. people who say sorry. And um, one of the things I just wanted to say yes. is that, you know, most people don't ever say sorry. No. Uh, and most people uh, don't say sorry because they're proud. They don't say sorry because they don't understand they're offensive. Mm. And that's one of the sad things, you know, that so many people, and it's not just young people, older ones as well, yes, particularly are completely the older ones. oblivious to the fact that they cause offence. Yes. I know that's really boring, but... No, it's true. i to say it again. No, it's a good point. What we're specifically talking about is that I'm always, in, when I'm out in the street, I'm always saying sorry. If people bump into me, mm. I'm the one that apologises. Yes, and, it, and it's not just bumping into people, it's also the way you speak to people and, and language that's used in public. Mm. You know, wh- I, I swear a lot, but you'd, n- you'd never see me swear or hear me swear in front of somebody I didn't know. Mm. And it, it really horrifies me, you know, when I'm standing at a bus stop or on a train, and, and you get quite young children sometimes using the most appalling language. And I feel like saying to them, 
how dare you? And I realise they're oblivious to what they're doing. Yeah. It's quite tragic. Jacques, thank you very much for that. Um, Jacques apologised to, uh, yesterday I think it was he called in and he apologised to Helen and myself. Uh, which is a good, he's cool, thank you, we appreciate it. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. We're, we're, sorry to move on, we're kind of getting towards the end of the show. We need some correspondence on the telephone, now. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee. You can get the premium podcasts, uh, where we've got three MP3s up there, which I've got one as my, as my, um, text message alert now. It's, it's, uh, Philip in South Norwood saying, Hoodie! It's not very loud for, on my phone. I think it would work better on other phones. I think it's just I don't quite know how to uh, do the settings, which is a shame. Uh, but you can also, if you're paying for the premium one, please, I beg you, go to iTunes and get the free one as well. We slipped right down, to, right down the league recently. Uh, but I've got some excellent news for you, which we will reveal in the 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update, coming up after the news. Are you Ready? Name the famous Venetian merchant who made a mint travelling to China in the 13th century. Can I give them a clue? Uh, let me give them a clue. I'm, uh, sucking one now. Mm, does that mm. help? I'm, uh, sucking one now. Mm. 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 Call 0901. This is a very long read. I'm not going to read all of this. It's too long. I shall read half of it. Call 0901633973 now if you know the answer to that question. That's your passport to play the big quiz. Calls cost 40 pence from a BT landline. There we go. It's too long, that. It's, it's much too long. Uh, get, well, I, know, I know you didn't, but they, 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 look, at, look how long that is. That's a, whole, that's a whole quarter of a show. That's mass. Normally, that's, it's, it's that. And it's fine, you know. We've been, we've been plugging Gary King all day. We're, we're, we're doing it now by going to Gary in the barking. Hello. Hello, fellow. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. Would you tell London what your name is, please? My name is Gary King. Gary? Gary King. Yeah. No G on the end, K-I-N. I don't know if that counts. I come from Barking in Essex. You take the G off the Barking in Essex and put it on the end of my surname. Yes, I don't think that you can, ah, uh, mmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't count? No. But oh, and I'll become a correspondent anyway. Oh, oh, he snuck in through the back door, sir. April the 7th is when we open up the correspondent. What correspondent would you be if you were one? I don't know, I really don't know. I've only just started listening to your show, actually, uh, last few days. Oh, the last few days? I say, you're very, you must be uh, heavily influenced by old Tommy Boyd there. Tommy Boyd, Tommy Boyd is the governor. Tommy, I think there are three people in this country who are brilliant at doing phone-in radio. Uh, Tommy Boyd, Danny Baker and Clive Bull are the governors of it. The the thing is with shock jocks, as good as what they are, they don't normally last because they normally get fired quite easily. Yes. You stay, I hope you stay on LB. Well, I wouldn't say I was a shock jock. I'd just say I'm trying to, you know, do something... Controversial at times, aren't you? But not, no, no, no. Not deliberately so, though. Not not only... No, I wouldn't say that, to be honest. I would just say... if A little while while ago you were talking about um, letting children drink at the age of 13. I think it's a good idea. It's not, it's not, that wasn't an attempt to be deliberately shocking or controversial. I genuinely think that's a good idea. You get callers... Don't you? You say something that people would disagree with, and then you get the callers. I just, I just, hey, listen, man, I just tell the truth as I Let's see. Go back it. to Tommy Boyd. Do you yes. know where he's working now? Uh, he's on Southern Counties. Southern Counties. Yes. But you really can. Get, yes. I don't get a platform from where I am anyway. Have uh, a little look on the internet and podcast the shows. That's what I do. Gary, I thank you very much. You, you don't count as a king, I'm afraid. Uh, I just need some water. Excuse me. <laughs> it's not the same as a tea slurp, is it? It doesn't do the same thing as a tea slurp. The emails today have been a little bit disappointing. I've not had that many emails to read out, which is uh, uh, a shame. Oh, here we go. 
Oh, there's a rude MP3. If this is the London Underground song, Steve McManus, then I've heard it, and it's not your MP3, so that's very naughty. Uh, Ian, I came home early today just to listen to your show. When I got back, I realised I'd forgot my key and been sitting on the doorstep for an hour and a half. Damn, it was cold. Mum let me in. Has it been a good show today and has much been happening? Well, Mark, it's not been the best this week. It's been the worst one this week. It's still been pretty good, but it's been the worst one this week. Um, mm, mm, mm. Ian, why are cartoon cows in TV adverts always depicted as male? In spite of their prominent udders, they often sport male clothes and speak with deep voices. I, I hadn't noticed that. Mm. I've got 18 seconds to fill. Let's play some, uh, oh yeah, let's, let's, let's play a little bit of music. What, what, um, what can we play that's going to fill the last uh, three seconds? Oh! 5.38! It's time for the Daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. I'm Robert in the Portsmouth, the TV Times in human form correspondent. And did you know that in the pilot episode for The Incredible Hulk... The Hulk was not played by Lou Ferrigno, but by Cannonball Run actor Richard Kill. Mick, the Tommy Boyd correspondent, says tomorrow, Saturday, is the final Tommy Boyd late-night show before he goes to Afternoons in April. Afternoon, it's Dave, longest staff correspondent. Did you know that the longest urinal ever measured 274.32 metres? Wow. This was used in the New York Marathon. Imagine bathing in that, James O'Brien. Oh, dear. Uh, Raptor X, the podcast, iTunes, LBC League Update correspondent says, over 100 are all of the shows on this station. Going back up to the chart to number 30, it's this show! Oh, uh, yes. It's Jessica from the Stratford here, the Doctor Who correspondent, for, uh, slash Torchwood correspondent, and here's my update. Welsh actress Eve Mills has been confirmed to play Gwen Cooper, the lead female role in the new Russell T. Davies drama for BBC Three Torchwood. Um, she, um, in the British, uh, the British sci-fi criminal thriller for adult audiences will follow the adventures of a. Now, I want to speak to you, sir. Yeah. You're the Doctor Who correspondent. Yeah. Slash Torchwood correspondent. Yeah, I- um, no. I didn't get. I was going to get to my Doctor Who bit. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't. You can't change your title. I've got the Doctor Who information as well. I was about to go to it. But you can't. You can't. You can't start. You can't change your title. You're the Doctor Who correspondent. But, you know, Doctor, this Torchwood thing, yeah. Yeah. You know um, that guy. Um, Torchwood what? is the spin-off of Doctor Who, which yeah, is fine. But, and you could have told me about that, but you can't change your title. I'm not. You can't do it. I'm not doing it. You. You did. I'm not. You, you said, yeah. um, that you were the Doctor Who, yeah. stroke, t- Torchwood correspondent. Well, Doctor Who, same kind of... But then don't change your title. You uh, also said this. My name is Yessa, and this is a leap year. It's a leap year. No, it's a leap year. It's a leap year. It's a leap year. Yeah, yeah, And Ian... You also said this. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. When are you going to get your own trumpet, Yessa? I would only say that. That was not a... No, you know, that's a figure of speech, not a real thing, you... That's just a figure of speech. So you have got a trumpet? No, I haven't. But then, well, you can't blow it. That's what I said. 
Hang on, what did, what did you say? I can't remember. Hang on one second, let me find out. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. But the only reason you don't want to <laughs> blow your... The, the, the only reason you don't want to blow your own trumpet is is because you haven't got one. I said I haven't got one. I know, but let, let, okay, let's, let's dissect this. <laughs> do this let's do this piece by piece. Here we go. Okay, so you, you start off by saying the only reason. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I... I don't want to blow my own trumpet. Why is that? Not because you don't want to be arrogant, but because... I don't want my own trumpet because I haven't got you one. You haven't got one. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Oh, God. So what are you trying to say? I don't understand what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say that you you haven't got a trumpet. Well, I said that. I know you said that, but that's why you don't want to blow it. Not because <laughs> it would be arrogant to blow it. I don't even understand what you're saying. No, I know. Well, hey, you did well on Triple M the other day. I Thank you. I got, I think it was about, I, I knew it was Barry, the first caller, who was actually doing that Italian thing. I knew it was. I just thought I let him... I think he fooled me, but he didn't fool me at all. Are you sure he didn't fool you? It's easy to say that in hindsight, isn't it? I, I knew that. I just thought, I wanted to cut him off. I didn't know how to actually cut him off. You can. You could have just said you're cut off. Oh, Why would you that. want to cut him off? Huh? Why did you want to cut him off? Because I said, you were, and then he, uh, because he was waffling. Yeah, he was waffling a bit, wasn't he? He goes on a bit sometimes. I'm sorry, but he was waffling. So, yeah. you know, um, I think... <laughs> and you're not waffling now, are you? Me, I, I never waffle. No. I only have it when I'm uh, eating waffles. Boom, boom. Did you get the joke? <laughs> I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. Thanks, Yasser. Bob's in the Ashford. Hello. Hello, Bob. How are you? Yeah. Having a good time? Lovely. Dirty looks. Yeah. I was at a Beach Boy convention. Really? And I, I've never had so many dirty looks in my life. Why were you getting dirty looks at a Beach Boy convention? Because they were really strange people. When, when did you go? To, when did you go to the Beach Boys convention? This was uh, two thousand. And the, was this the one in South London or something? No, no, it's the one in Greenford. Oh, Greenford! Yeah, yeah. I went there the year after they had Brian Wilson there. Ah, well, did you enjoy yourself? Do you know I did enjoy myself, but I was a little bit of a weird, geeky boy in those days. You still are. But what? Why? So why? I don't understand why they were giving you dirty looks. They were they were quite friendly when I went. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I don't know. They weren't very friendly with me. I'm a, I'm a massive Beach Boy fan. Yeah. You know, and uh, they were very strange people. Mm. But that's it. Bob, thank you very much for that. He needs to cheer up a little bit, I think. A little bit miserable. Uh, 0870. I don't want to blow my own trumpet no. because I haven't got one. 9090973 is the telephone number. It's coming up to the last... We got, well, we got on to half past six. But there's sort of 17 minutes of the show proper. Once you take the news and the travel and the ads out, there's about four minutes, do you know what I mean? So if you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Or you can wait until Triple M, which will be coming up after six. Oh, is Chris, where's Chris gone? Oh, there he is. I need to get rid of two correspondents. I've, uh, Raptor X has reminded me to sack two. So I'm going to get rid of uh, the military correspondent, Jamie in the Fulham. I didn't even know we had a military correspondent. Uh, let me I, I'll jot this down so I will forget. Military is gone. And who else can we get rid of who's been absolutely rubbish? Um, the military correspondent is gone. And, um, oh, Hang on a second. Tony in the, uh, Tony in the Orbiton, wait there one second. No worries. We're going to get rid of the, um, mm, Green Day correspondent. They're gone. Uh, Tony, now listen, before the, uh, the travel, I said we had no decent callers. Do you think you are a decent caller? I possibly could be, Ian. Bring it on, what have you got for me? Well, I've moved house now, it's Tony, your guitar man. Oh, hello, mate, from the, uh, formerly the Ian Lee band. Yes, uh, we still haven't got a name yet, because, okay. uh, because you had your phone in where, um, 
people just coming straight through. They, yes. Nobody seems to have much interest in it. We, we did put a few out, but I think they were a little bit rubbish, the suggestions well, that we had. OK, then. Um, but I thought what would be a great cause, we moved into our new house, and obviously there's lots of furniture to put together. Oh, yeah, and yeah. yesterday I constructed a chest of drawers, and when I finished it and opened the drawers, the drawers were upside down. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> So that you can't put anything in, it would defy gravity. That's right, and when you open the drawers, they all, all the stuff fell out. So, can, can, ha, is it easy to turn them round, or do you... Well, I had to take it apart again, so it, was, it wasn't that easy, but the fact that I actually managed to sit there and construct the whole thing and stand back and think, a good job well done, and yeah. pull the drawer open to find the carpet. How much of your stuff. life have you wasted on those drawers? Sorry? How much of your life have you wasted? Two hours. It's not good, is it? No. Tony, it's not a bad call. It's not a brilliant call. Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't apologise. Thank you. Oh, Debbie's bottled it. Debbie just bottled it. I've dropped. I've, I've, the thing is, what I was doing there, I was I was knocking Tony a bit. I was going to jump straight to Debbie. She's gone. She's not gone for a burn. And now I'm. Um, there's there she is. How, how do we put her on? You just just whack her through. Oh, hello. Yes, you're on the air. Oh, is this? Oh, is this? Um, this is Ian. Yeah. Th- this is Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got cut off. I'm on my way into work, so I'm rushing. Listen. You, you hung up. Oh, no, I never. Listen. Yes, you did. You know what I hate? When no. I go to the gym... Yeah. ...and there's women coming in there... Yeah. ...and they stink of perfume, they're made up to the nines... I like that. Oh, and you can't breathe because they just... Oh, they just stink. I like that, though. That makes... That's... It's good to have sexy women... No, 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 no. ...in the gym. Not when you're trying to do the plank... And you're, you're right in front of one, and she's just heaving of the most expensive... Oh, I love it. That, it reminds me of that. That's why I go to the gym, is so that I can end up knowing those women. <laughs> it's not good. May I just say, Debbie, are you are you saying this just because you're jealous? Uh, no. Are you ugly? Uh, what's your definition of ugly? Someone who's not attractive, a munter? Um, no. You had you had said it a little bit too long there, Debbie. <laughs> in the eyes of the beholder, my love. In the eyes of the beholder, although ugly birds are ugly to everyone. Got no more decent calls. The calls we've got are rubbish. If anyone wants to call now, if you want to call up, you go straight to air. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Ba 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 ba. This is the end of the week. I've sort of run out of things to say. There's a call there. Put, put this call through. Line one, you're on the air. Hiya, Ian. Yes. Is my dog an arbiter of good taste? I drove up the M23 this morning, talked to James O'Brien, and my dog wagged his tail. I just turned you on the radio, and some unknown reason he just whittled on the back seat. He's never done that before. Oh, dear God, I'm making dogs wee in cars. Line four. Well, why are James O'Brien's audience funding up to attack me? I have a good mind to box his ears. But he's on fire at the moment, so I better not. Line four, you're on the radio. Hello, Ian. Yeah? Yeah, Ian, I'm a new listener. Hello. I just thought, I'd, uh, you know, you're a spitting image of Mike Skinner. Do you know him? Oh, the streets fellow. Y- yeah, that's right. Oh, I checked I... you out on the, the website, your website. I oh, think please. he's a little bit more boyish than me, but yes, I'll take that as a compliment. He's yeah. good. Yeah, and I thought I'd just let you know. I mean, um, you don't receive much, many compliments, so I've heard today. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. What, what was his, what was that song where I used to be able to do an impression of, um, the streets? Try, try your eyes. I can't do it now. Dry your eyes. Dry your eyes, mate. I can't do it now. I sound like Dick Van Dyke. Uh, line seven is on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the radio. Hello. I've never called a radio station before, well, so you... I don't know if I'm a very good caller. Well, let, what, 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 what can we do for you? Let's, let's find out. We've got 30 seconds to find out. 
Okay, um, if I say to you, you make out that my, my, you're my husband, yep. I'm saying to you, are we going out tonight to the Hard Ho Playhouse because he hasn't told me to watch Tony Robinson, um, I Have a Cunning Plan. Are we going? No, we're not. We're going to go and see Dress to Kill, the Kiss tribute band in Walthamstow. Oh, Walthamstow, just round the corner. Okay, I'll see you there then. Cheers, bye-bye. Wow. Hello, I'm Gary King. Not the Gary King. We've got one minute and 13 seconds. We can either play some music or we can take a couple of calls straight to air. Let's, 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 try, let's try two calls. Uh, line three, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Good. I was just ringing up to say uh, I'm sorry, because I keep saying I'm sorry to everybody. Much, much appreciated. One more call and I'm going to play a song. Line four, you're on the radio. Hello? And what does he do? Yeah, I'm just going to play a song for 40 seconds. Um, and then we'll, yeah. filled the time perfectly. If you've just tuned in, it's been the fifth best show this week, which means it's been the worst show this week. It's still been pretty good, though. Better than many of our other shows, but I think we set such a high standard. We were on fire this week. I've got to be careful saying that, because people think... Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't really know. We tried to find 12 Gary Kings. We failed. We got four. Five, if you include the original, real Gary King. Uh, we set a trap for Lynn in Forest Gate to try and get her to call in. It didn't work, but we're going to do that every day until she calls in. Uh, and do you always say sorry? If you've just tuned in, the show sounded a little bit like this. I really enjoyed to listen to Simon Bates on ABC. Yeah. My last knowledge of it was in the RAF Richmond Lodge, Belfast. Right. And I've, I've tried me damn distance, can't trace a sense of... I'd dearly love to know what uh, happened now life's gone before I pack in myself. My name's Gary King. My name's Gary King. My name is Gary King. My name is Gary King. I'm Gary King. Uh, <laughs> My name is Khan. There we go! Oh, I'm gonna see a Kiss tribute band tonight, and I don't give a damn! Rock on! But there's 30 minutes of the show left. I'm getting a little bit too excited, too prematurely, as is often the case. Uh, it's Triple M, Mixed Mental Mayhem. We take your calls straight to air. There's a seven-second delay. So don't do any swears. Don't do anything very, very naughty, because it will get dumped, it will not get broadcast, uh, and you will be blacklisted from calling the show. We've also got the best MP3 of the week, which I think was uh, Igor Igor we settled on in the end, so that'll be good. We're playing that at approximately 6.18 and 20 seconds, to be precise. If you want to give us a call for Triple M, all of the lines, there's one line free now. Oh, wait, it's gone. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. If it's engaged, just keep hitting redial. You may get through. Here's the news. To a minimum, because my sore throat, I'm, I'm chomping on a, a lozenge. It's a Ricola. Ricola, Ricola. It's quite nice, but it means 
Can crack him in. That never sounds good on the radio, particularly if you're listening on the Sky or on the digital. So I shall keep quiet. Seven second delay. Don't swear. You'll get dumped. You'll be blacklisted. Triple M, taking your call straight to air. Line seven. You're on the radio. Hello there. Hello. Turn uh, your radio off. Hello. I am calling to say that we are going out with two transsexuals tonight. We are actually normal girls. We like men and all that kind of thing. But my friend is friends with a transgender, and we're having to go to a top restaurant. And I'm so embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? To be good. Oh, you don't know what she's wearing. What, what the transsexual or your friend? Uh, what the transsexual's wearing. What, 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 what? Is she, is she tarted up? Uh, well, she's wearing... Do you remember Bay City Rollers? Well, I, I've heard of them. <laughs> well... I'm not that old. <laughs> well, not... I'm only 24, but I remember them. All right. Uh, she's wearing a, a very revealing Bay City Rollers tartan top. Oh, dear. Um, with fake breasts. Mm. I can just see it coming out on, onto the, uh, onto the chicken dish. It sounds like you're gonna have a great night. Although, yes, the Bay City Rollers thing isn't particularly good, but you, know, you, you should have a laugh, will you? It depends where you're going. Uh, line uh, 10 is on the radio. Hello. Hello. Hello, mate. It's Scott from, uh, uh, wherever. Hello, Scott from the wherever. Right. I've never, um, I've never rang you before, and this is something that you've all drove me mad with. You, Clive, um, James O'Brien. Mm. And I thought I'd ring up and ask you to solve the mystery. Go on, what is the mystery? I shall try and solve it. You know the go to my PC Oh, I can't talk about the adverts, man. Can't talk about. It. I'm sorry. We can do, talk about anything else, but I can't discuss the adverts for uh, for obvious reasons. If you think about it, it's quite obvious. Um, oh, it's the first time he's ever called me. I had to cut him off. Never mind. There are rules, I guess. It's not completely free speech. Here. Line uh, four. You're on the wireless. Join in with me in this one. Okay. Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing. But we we just can't find the sound. Oh, you are a real Kiss fan. Come on, it took me a second, but uh, uh, I got it. You love Timmy Mallet. <laughs> I do, I do love Timmy Mallet. That was Beth by Kiss, you'll be hearing that. The drummer sings that. The drummer, the cat man, comes around and sits on the front of the stage. Beth, I hear you calling. Good song. Uh, line five is on the wireless. Am I on? Yes, sir. I have a piece of craziness for you, Ian. Now bring it on. Let's not do that. Okay. Yeah. There's an application form and then if you want to Where's the um, craziness? fill that in and email it to him and then we can and you want lessons if you put you want lessons at Gravesend Music Centre. Right. Yeah. If I t- if I take your details, I'll, I'll pop them onto the scene teacher anyway. What's your name? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll I'll do an audition down the front of you, yeah? <laughs> Here we go, it's a prank call. Yeah. Intrigued. I'll stick with this for a minute. It's a young prankster. It's a young prankster. Good effort. 
Not that funny, but good effort. Well done. And done in good humour. That's the main thing. It wasn't nasty or obnoxious, which is good. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Well, and those are the rules. Well learnt. Where shall we go to, my lovely? Line nine is on the wireless. Ian, everybody's going out tonight, and I'm not. Where can I go? Well, you could go to Walthamstow to see the Kiss tribute band, Dress to Kill. I've never heard a Kiss song in my life. Okay. You could go to see uh, a film. Um, you could stay in and listen to Joe Parkinson and Caroline Ferrade. Come on. Even I'm not that fair. <laughs> Oh, that's naughty. That, that's naughty. I was in Caroline for ages. She sent me a text the other day and I didn't text back. Um, line two is on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello. How are you? It's Anthony again. Hello, Anthony. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Have a good day. How, how are you? Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, I've got a, You know you're, uh, you're trying to your message as a ringtone for a higher volume? Oh, yeah. Try and go to uh, tone settings in your phone. Yep. And then it should say something like a... Uh, Mr. Tone Follin, try that and it might help, might work. Okay, I shall have a go. Let's go to line uh, six you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hang on, it's the same fella as before. Li- is, the, is, li- is line two still there? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Did you just call in on a different phone? No. You sound like the last bloke that just called in. <laughs> no. Wow, okay. I'm, I'm Yasser from the Satford. Who is this, please? Yasser from the Satford. Are you first time caller? No. No, I'm not a first time caller. Okay. You keep doing that, you? you think that's funny? Have you have you called this show before, or is it Clive's? Yeah, I'm your correspondent. The correspondent, Doctor Who. No, okay, cool. Okay, if you say so, sure. What can, can I do you, for you? Uh, can I can I say what I need to came on to say? Uh, well, uh, uh, can you come on and say what you wanted to say? Can I? My name is Jessa, and this uh, is a leap year. It's a leap year. Why do you keep? Why do you keep telling us that? Yeah, yeah. We we know, we know, but thank you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Uh line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, you don't have to sit there and stare at a screen with your eyes popping out of your head, because this isn't TV, this is Ian Lee, so you'll just have to listen instead. Hey, he's a lyrical gangster. Line at no, numbers one line three if you want to call now. Line nine, you're on the wireless. No, don't me. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it was a fake Barry. I mean he's a wee. Sorry, it just really, um, just, uh, kind of hit me. Line four is on the wireless. Hello. Hello? It's Bernard. Who's this? What's your name? It's Bernard. Who's this? You're on the radio. Oh, they not anymore. Let's get one more in very quickly. Line number four is on the wireless. Hello, line four. Hi, Sam Palmer's a chav. Let's get one more in. Now, even the Sam Palmer's a chav brigade have kind of like, yeah, Sam Palmer's a chav. Can't be bothered anymore. Line ten is on the wireless. <coughs> Ian, Ian, if smoking's so bad for me, how come it cures bacon? Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's that, I believe, is a joke. Okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Coming up after the news and the travel, uh, we've got the best MP3 of the week, uh, which this week is from Igor Igor, uh, and is, is pretty good. I feel like I've let my children down because um, we'll do more. We'll do the MP3. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Thank you very much. Every week we get you to send in your MP3s. We could do with some more. I'm going to be honest. The ones we've got aren't brilliant. 
Uh, although we've got a new one from Guy Magic Fingers, which we'll play on Monday, which I've, I've not heard yet, and I've, I've, I should have got around to hearing it, but, uh, but some people have heard it. It's on a web, I think it might be on ianlee.co.uk, it's supposed to be cool. Uh, but if you want to send in an MP3, a little skit, a little song, a little jingle, anything you want, even if it's got swearing in, we can bleep that out, so anything you want, make a little MP3, no longer than two minutes, it can be ten seconds long if you want. Uh, and email it to ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, and on Friday we play the best one of the week. This is from the legend himself, Igor. Ah, if you want to see more of Igor, go to igormontenegro.co.uk or .com. I think it's .co.uk. Uh, it's cracking. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't jot down the time. Let me just jot down the time. We've got seven minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, take your call straight to air. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. My name's Sorry? My name is called Josie. You're, you're called Josie? Yeah. And how old are you, Josie? Five. Five. And you, you know you're on the radio now, don't you? Yeah. Are you nervous at all? No. You feel cool about it? No. And what have you done today, Josie? Your bottom's called your gluteus maximus. The what, sorry? Your bottom's called your gluteus maximus. The, the bottom is called your gluteus maximus? Yeah. Wow, we're getting Latin from... Is there anything else you can tell us? The back is called... Of here is called your lungs. The, yeah, and anything else? This is fantastic. Your head is your cranium. Your head is your cranium. And you know all this. There's no, is there anyone telling you this? Mrs. Afton. Oh, so you, hang on, someone's helping you. Yeah. Uh, give us one more thing before you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mum, One more thing. One, one more thing. No, no more, no more things. She put the phone down. Well, that was good. That was good. Uh, line seven is on the wireless. In 1986, Mrs. Garrett left Different Strokes and went to her own series. That was called The Facts of Life. <laughs> I did not know there was a spin-off to Different Strokes. And who was that? Was that the housekeeper? Why didn't Arnold get a spin-off series? That would have been the obvious thing to do. Thank you very much for that. Did not know there's a spin-off to uh, different strokes. There's one line free if you want to go for it. Line two is on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, sir. Hello, mate. Uh, right, I can play a Western theme tune down the phone to you. Yes. I need you to tell me whether it's Magnificent Seven or Bonanza. I can't remember. Okay. Okay, ready? It's Bonanza. Bonanza. There you go. There you go. I didn't know he was going to play it on the phone keypad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, line 8 is on the wireless. Hello? I can't do this all night. Oh, yeah, I know. I 
am no Superman. I'm no Superman. It's the theme tune to Scrubs, according to my good, uh, compadre, Agent Chris. I didn't like Scrubs, I was disappointed by it. Uh, line two is on the wireless. <sighs> When's Henry Kelly coming back? <laughs> Hopefully soon. Uh, line, <laughs> line five, you're on the wireless. Well, Mum, put the cheese down. Oh, hello, Ian. It's hello. me, Joe. I haven't called up for a while. Hello, Joe. Uh, I'm the guy who says the interesting facts. Oh, yes. Can we have an interesting fact, then? Well, I haven't got an interesting fact today. I've got, I've got a nice joke for you. OK. It's clean, don't worry. OK. Because, um, my friend, he bought a cow the other day, right? Yeah. And, uh, he took it back and I said, Oh, why did you take it back? And he said it had acne. And I said, How did it have acne? And he said, It had spots all over it. <laughs> did, did you like that one? Um... I oh. thought it was very funny. Yeah. Oh, and Ian? Yeah? You'll love a bit of pie. Oh, I do love a bit of pie. I do love a bit of pie. I don't like it when that person calls up, because it just makes me think of pie. Line tail is on the wireless. And tomorrow, and tomorrow, creeps in this petty pace from day to day, to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Mm. Out, out, brief candle... Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player who struts and frets his hour up on the stage. So true. So true. Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's someone old who wrote. Uh, line six is on the wireless. So true. Line six. No, too slow, too slow, too slow. Line ten, you're on the wireless. If you call it as soon as you hear something on the phone, switch your wireless down or it don't work, that's because there's a seven-second delay, which means if you swear or the equivalent of a lock, you get dumped and you get banned from calling the wireless show forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been funny to end that, this bit. Uh, line five is on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hi, um, I just wanted to say, actually, um, that theme tune was actually Magnificent Seven. It was Bonanza. It was, uh, Magnificent Seven. But, by the by, anyway, listen. It was Bonanza. That, yeah, whatever. Listen, that Dr. Khan, you know when you, you know when you play, you know, you know when he says, my name is Khan. I, let that just... That really freaks me out. Do you know my that? My name is Khan. Oh, uh, no, honestly. My name is Khan. Why does it uh, freak you out? My just, name is Khan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way he says it. It just sounds like some psycho. My I don't. Th I don't think you should laugh, laugh at a man's voice like that. No, I'm sure he's not a psycho. I'm sure, he's. Uh, I don't think we can call doctors psychos. Uh, line eight is on the wireless. Hello. Oh, you snooze, my friend. You lose, my friend. Uh, line six is on the wireless. Uh, can I just say uh, that there are six million cat owners in the UK? You can just say that. And you do just say it. I think it's a cat, cat, cat owners? Six million cat owners? Imagine they got all their cats together to have a massive fight. Uh, line 10 is on the wireless. Oh, Ian, hello, and it's me, it's me. What a great week, what a great week you've had this week. What a great week. Best week you've had for a long time. My mate Rooster's listening, he thinks you're great. I think you're great, we all think you're great. Us cab drivers think you're bloody great. What a good week you've had, what a good week you've had. Bye, Ian, bye, and speak next week. <laughs> I don't know why I like him, but I do. We get, this is what is good, is we're getting some regular little skits and things going on now, which is great. Which is really, uh, quite pleasing for me. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, Ian, you were talking about Arnold a few minutes ago, weren't you? Yes. Would you like to hear his theme tune? Uh, yes. Unfortunately, I can't hear it. 
Line 7 is on the wireless. Hello, Line 7. Andrew, first time caller. Hello, Andrew. That was the Magnificent Seven. Bonanza. 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 I promise you, I can sing you the theme song for Bonanza. Go on, then. Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. It's Mag- Bonanza. That's magnif- that's, you're singing the Magnificent Seven. Don't confuse <laughs> the poor... Don't... Listen, it's don't... Bonanza. You got it wrong. That was the Magnificent Bonanza. Seven. I know it. I, I know no. it. I know it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Why would you? Why would you lie about the theme tune to a cowboy series? Because <laughs> I know it. Shame on you, you sir. Born, you are a born. wicked man. You're a naughty <laughs> man. No, no, no. I'm no, going to no. cut you off. All right. Bye, bye. I'm naughty. Joe Parkson, eight. Caroline Faraday at ten. I'll be back on Monday at three. This show is completely. <laughs> if Ian Lee in any way approaches being funny, he doesn't mean it.